Hey everyone, and welcome to the Replica Repost podcast where we talk about video games, science, philosophy, and politics. Here on the podcast, we use aliases to refer to each other, so I'm joined today by a brand new guest we'll be referring to as Soul Brandon. Soul Brandon is an IT professional, an entrepreneur, and a gaming enthusiast living and working in New York City. He's worked in IT for over 10 years, runs an IT consulting firm which resolves major technical issues for both large and small businesses. He is the founder of Pretend Labs, which is a content studio focusing on pushing the boundaries of virtual reality in our world. And he is now currently developing a new gaming community in New York called the Video Game Amateurs. The VGA streams gaming content all throughout the week, so follow them on Twitch, Twitter, and Discord, and join in on the gaming community. And thanks for joining us today as we discuss how Soul Brandon got into the IT and virtual reality worlds, how gaming plays a key role in all of our lives, how to be more productive and grow on a personal level, and also how the thoughts and ideas in our minds may or may not really be our own thoughts and ideas. So remember to kick back, relax, and enjoy. All right. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey. It's good. Thanks for having me over. Yeah, thanks for coming. So I have on the podcast, you want to go with who? Uh, Introduce yourself, please. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I'm Brandon, um, but I also go by my tag SB, Soul Brandon. Um, I will bleep that out. We, we use aliases exclusively on this podcast. Okay, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I, got, I, I, have, I have two aliases then. Oh, I, have, okay. I, have, I have one that's like my, my gamer side, which is um, Soul Brandon. Um, that originates from the uh, Soul Calibur series, uh, actually Soul Blade. If you want to take yes. an extra throwback, oh um, but uh, but yeah, I've kind of you know taken on that moniker because I've yet to be beaten in uh, in a drastic manner from Soul Blade up until Soul Calibur Six now, or excuse me, Soul Brandon Six. Um, really? So, so that's why I, you know, that entire span. Yeah, yeah. Yo, we can go on PSP. We oh can go. God. We can go anywhere. I can take it to the arcades. Oh my God. All right. We can take it on GameCube, PS3. P- yeah, like it doesn't matter. I am interested. I did uh, not. I thought you were exclusively Smash and and um, Spiders. No, 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 not DC at all. Fighters. Not at all. Actually, so Soul Calibur series is actually one that I claim, and and really? from the group of friends that I have, like, there's no one that can oh my like. God hold hold any type of weight anymore that is fast and there's been a couple situations i actually have some old youtube videos that i've now like i've i've hidden I've, i keep them hidden because i don't want to like <laughs> you know what i mean i don't want to still like have my friends out here you know mad about stuff but occasionally when they no. get out of line i pop them out Stop. like for instance one dude uh my friend greg shouts to greg greg nice excuse me right. uh, but like i have i have him mushing a camera in youtube after getting 10 owed in uh soul caliber what was that three um no i think that was That's four so it doesn't matter um Shit. um and then my other alias is brandon life and brandon life is like my my socials my instagram my twitter and then it kind of relates back to my life so it's like yo obviously right. that's where i keep my social stuff but my soul is embedded in video games wow all right excellent well i guess i can't bleep out your, <laughs> your tag then. but all right that works too all right so welcome to the replica repos podcast yeah man thank so, you thank you for having me we were introduced to each other i guess for the first time in smash in a smash setting yeah in a smash tournament yeah in for your sure place so how you've run tournaments for a while i'm assuming Ooh, i mean at least at least for this this uh, uh round of tournaments i'll call them 
Um, this has been more recent and more tied to the current endeavor, which is VGA. Okay. Um, you know, VGA is our, our, you know, essentially our new, you know, streaming brand, but at the end result, it's more of a community. Okay. Um, and, and that's where those smash tournaments have come out, but I've been kind of doing tournaments, man, I can't even remember. I, I would say maybe the first tournament I've ever, ever done was probably like 14, 15, Really? Um, like ran yourself like um yeah TO. yeah man yeah oh man just setting it up getting people together you know and then kind of it obviously it was still with a small group of people small group of friends you know but it was a start it's just kind of again getting the people together talking our shit okay, <laughs> um, and I then have, having at it i have so many questions <laughs> but i hear you're a fan of Bourbon. Hey, specifically yes, yes, Bullet, yes. You, a man of class. Yo, a man of I, culture. A man of culture. My guy right here. So I brought you some um, 10-year-aged Bullet. Yo, I, I very, very much so appreciate and it. And you hooked it up with the most fancy glasses I don't think I've ever drank it out of. Yeah, we, we needed some some uh, jade crystal glasses jade um, crystal. That, that we just received um, from the French market in New Orleans. Um, you know, I thought it was very appropriate for this to be the first time for me to use them as well. Um, you know, to kind of toast to, to, you know, one, your podcast, toast to, to us, you know, our, our friendship. Streams. Yo, man. Cheers. Cheers. It's a pleasure. Oh, that is good. Perf. I like how the glasses are like cold on the outside. They're like cool. That, mm-hmm. That's sick. All right. So, yeah, so many questions. <laughs> Where did it all start? Uh, well, well, I, I'd say for me, at least with general gaming, um, you know, I've gaming has been a part of my life. I'd say since since Game Boy days, since regular Nintendo days. Okay. Um, you know, my mother uh, actually had me when she was super young. She had me when she was sixteen. Um, and she was a bit of a gamer herself. She was a little bit of a tomboy. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, she used to play basketball all the time. So that's kind of how I got into basketball. Um, but she was also super into gaming. So we had like a Nintendo at the crib. Um, and actually she frequently tells me this story of how like one time I'm three years old and I wake up like kind of sleepwalking and thinking I'm in the bathroom and am instead in the living room. And while she's playing Super Mario, I start peeing on the <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> while she's playing. <laughs> while she's playing. And then they like, she like grabs me, wakes me up like, what are you doing? And I have no idea what's going on. Wow. Um, uh, but you know, systems were built tough during those days. So <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo still was running. Okay. Shouts to Nintendo. Um, yeah. You know, but that was, that was kind of that. My mother spent so she's super over overprotective. So by the time I was actually like functional, can play games myself around like four or five. I think she got me my first Game Boy. Uh, from there, uh, that's where I really started getting into games. Like I had my first Final Fantasy games on my Game Boy. Uh, obviously, Zelda was on there. Wow. Um, the Super Mario's, you know, and then and it kind of goes from there. From there, my first system was then besides a handheld was then Super Nintendo. The Nintendo was hers, but she bought Super Nintendo for okay. me. Um, and that was also her kind of crux, though. Like it was kind of like, all right, I'll get you these games, but you can't go outside. Um, oh, okay. yeah. So like I was, I was very sheltered, very like, don't, don't do anything. <laughs> How'd you feel about that? Uh, of course I'm a rebellious bastard. So I'm like, no, I need out. Let <laughs> yeah. me out. Yeah. Let me out this house. But what did work out was whenever I made friends, I'm like, well, I have all these games. Like, why don't you guys come back over? You know, and that was kind of that middle ground. It's like, all right, I can't stay out for long when I was eventually let out by the time I was like seven. Like there was kids who used to play outside in my courtyard right. all the time. And I'm like, mom, let me outside. Like, and she's like, no. Um, and I'm she like, let, let me outside. Come- let me outside like, well well eventually she let me outside i i she bought me like this one blue uh dot well kickball dodgeball you know one of these 
balls. And I'm like, hey, you know, I come outside. I'm like, hey, I have this ball. Let's play games, guys. And they're like, okay, cool. We play kickball. Um, I go first. I kick. I'm at first base. Uh, one person, his name is Edwin, who winds up becoming one of my best friends, kicks next. Boom, slaps me right in my face with the ball. Like, and this was the first time me meeting everyone outside. Oh my God. Yeah, so then he, he feels bad. And uh, trust me, that wasn't the first time I got kicked in the face with the ball. Um, so, okay. you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, but that's how I made friends. Hey, I fail sometimes, but I'm kind of cool too. Absolutely. You gotta start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then I started inviting people over. I'm like, hey, well, I have this game, this game. You know, obviously with Super Nintendo, Mario Kart was great. Um, we also had Mortal Kombat, which my mom was a fiend for. So that's actually why I'm still a fiend for Mortal Kombat as well. Okay. Um, so that's also one of my games that I play. I strictly play Sub-Zero though, or Noob Saibot, because that's original Sub-Zero. Okay. So respect to the God. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it, man. You know, from there, um, you know, gaming was my main way of connecting with people. You know, like I think I've always been very sociable. Like I always want to be out and kind of, you know, not do what my mother tells me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, that kind of led to like, all right, well, at the end result, my, you know, my home was always filled with games. When so it's like, all right, well, hey, we can come back and play these games that I enjoy, or I can show you some games that you might not have. Like where I grew up, not everyone, you know, had the benefit of having a lot of things around them. Um, not to say we were like, you know, super, super, uh, uh, low income, you know, but we were just kind of getting by. And I think just because my mother was young, we were also staying with my grandparents, you know, so my grandparents kind of handled all the main bills and my mother kind of was able to splurge on me a little bit. Okay. That makes sense. And so, uh, you know, growing up that then led to like, for instance, when 64 came out, I had one of these plastic green tubs of games, bro. I must have had every single 64 game that wow. ever came out. I played all the oddball ones. I played golf for no reason. Oh uh, yeah. Like, okay. like not even like Mario golf, like fucking Street Palisades golf. golf. Yeah. yeah. Like okay. just cause whatever, like if it was a 64 game, I had it. There was a, uh, oh some God. of my favorite games I found out that I, it was cool because you never realize how many games are actually like of a series. Like for instance, there's a game called Mystical Ninja starring Goldman. Um, yeah, it's Goldman? it's like a exactly oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goemon oh, or so. Blue, blue ninja? Yeah, yeah, Blue yeah, Ninja yeah. dude. Okay, he has yeah. hair. That's where I first found out about the name Sasuke. Sasuke is a ninja in there. Right. Um, and that was one of my favorite games on 64. Not even realizing it that I had played it before on Super Nintendo. Um, there were so many games that I never really tied back to that like. I've been a part of or have been a part of me for so long up until oh, like I started looking it up and I'm like, wait a second, this game was actually came out then? Right, and right. I'm like, I remember this game too, so I actually played this? This is crazy. Oh. Um, that was true for the Final Fantasy series, for a majority of the Zelda series, but those I remember because those are like the best games ever. Um, um, obviously like Mystical Ninja, but 64 had so many weird games, like Mischief Makers is another weird game that I played from there. Mm -hmm. uh, but it didn't matter because at the end of the day, what am I playing with my friends? Fighters. Um, and what was most important about 64 at that time? Smash. Yeah. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I remember first seeing that commercial, me and you, and you and me, no matter Incredible. how they toss oh the dice. And then, I'm boom. getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> I think Yoshi is the first one who trips somebody uh -huh. or, or gets tripped. Yeah. I forget who it is. Um, but that was it from there. Um, and, I, and I clearly remember uh, around that time saying with my friends, I don't know if it's like collective consciousness or something where we all like, you know, when you think of an idea, you know, it'd be great if we had a game that would have like Mario and yeah. Link and this yep. and that. And then next thing I know, Smash Bros. is coming out. And I'm like, did I somehow manifest <laughs> this? <laughs> did I make Smash? From my mind directly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I understand that. Yo, but like that, that I want to say is what started to at least 
get my you know i want to say get the friends that i have now you know what i mean like while while i still do have a lot of my close friends that like let's say that i grew up with from like seven you know when when i first went downstairs outside my apartment building yeah um uh, a lot of my friends really came or my close friends now came from being competitive um you know what i mean that that kind of you know I push you, you push me. I push you, you push me. We and then that. we kind of keep way. pushing I, each other. Yeah, I get that. Um, and that's and it, and it feels like a level up. You know what I yeah. mean? It feels like yo, when someone is doing something, you can't fucking you know You're break out of. Get better, and you both get better in the process. Um, and and that's actually something that you know, just how I keep saying like games are my soul. That's something that's really stuck with me for life. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, well, how do I, you know, what is it that's my next step of getting better, or who can I look at? You know, whether it's like a mentor or you know, just someone that's in like the same avenue. Yeah, outside of gaming in general, you know, it's a it's a skill I've learned from gaming that I just take out yeah. of it. Um, I, I I actually named it there was during high school times. Uh, you know, I started really thinking. You know, you think deeply. I think when you're in high school about yeah. everything, yeah. whether it's games girls or nonsense um but uh but i i kind of like wrote a whole i want to say like a a, not a theory but i guess like a process i'm kind of just learning anything and i built it based on video games but i just started applying it elsewhere and it's been working for me thus far so shouts to that okay Um, and i call it the ray system the rei system rei rei it's ray R-E-I. R-E-I. Yep. Okay. So it's like Ray. Uh, Ray is also the name of uh, that main person from, what is that? Nian. Nian. Yeah, there we go. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, okay. but why, it's, it's why interesting. It R-E-I. So it's very simple. It's uh, uh, R. It's, it's an acronym. So uh, R is research. Um, e is experiment. And then I is integrate. Um, okay. And so like research is just obviously getting at gathering info, you know what I mean? Like, so if we're going to take it into Smash, all right, let me gather like all the moves that I know about my character. Let me get like the frame rates. Let me like see like what are the potential like combos at low percentages, at high percentages, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Then you step onto the next page. Once you have all your info, then let's start experimenting with this stuff. Like, can I actually do it? Yeah. It's great to know it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree with <laughs> Like, that. hey, it's cool to know that this exists, but can I accomplish yeah. it at all? Yeah. Um, that's when you learn initially no. Um, <laughs> but yeah. you, you keep experimenting. Yeah. You know you mean? You take that time to just keep rolling rolling with the punches. Like, yo, I, I know it's possible, so how can I accomplish it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me keep doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And then you get to that last part which is integration, which is usually the hardest or depending on how much you experimenting, you do the easiest, which is where it's like, all right, well, let me start finding the ways where this is applicable in live t- live action. You know what I mean? So yeah. on the gaming aspect, after I practice my combo, we could take it outside of Smash and put it into like Dragon Ball Fighters or like yes. a Marvel vs. Capcom or, you know, those are combo heavy games. You need to know your combos pat and you can't just like whip them out of nowhere yeah. you need to know yeah. when when you can do them and and when it needs to be done how much meter you need when what's your starter moves on it Absolutely. you know what moves links into next ones and and all that um and so the only way you're going to get that is through experimenting but then integration is then taking that to live play like i'm a big proponent of like after event like i don't like just sitting in training mode all day like if i could do it at least you know I'll, experimenting is like the least of my worries like all right like once i get the basic premise it's like okay i understand it i know it now i need to like i need to start drilling it into yes. me and the only way i feel like i i am able to do it is in live multiplayer like i need to be on ranked i need to go against someone hard i need to try to land this combo and i will just sit there and focus on that like yeah. i won't do anything else but try to land this combo on them 
I understand that completely. In a bunch of games where I'll like go in and practicing in a lab or something, labbing up stuff, and I'll be like, oh, I can pull this off any time. No, no wrong. No, wrong. Just can't. Just can't. <laughs> totally wrong. Absolutely. Um, yo, so I mean that that's what I want to say from there. That was something that I started sharing with a couple of my friends. Um, and then we're moving on to like high school, from middle school to high school era. That's when we're getting into like the GameCube territory, PS2 territory, and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's where I was finally allowed to go out a little bit more. Um, and I, I grew up in New Rochelle, New Rochelle, New York. Um, okay. And that's where New Rock is. New Rock had an arcade. Um, okay. And it just so happened that there's a game there, an arcade system, called Soul Calibur 2. Oh, here we go. Um, All right. And they had a conquest mode. So where you like literally just play the arcade and kind of go through characters and I've stuff. heard the most incredible stories of conquest because it was only on the console the the arcade version yeah man it's not on the console and and what's great is like you you can turn off the system turn it back on your conquest it's is still saved there, yeah so i was top dog at new rock like the only other person was funny enough also uh, so my character is Sinkfried from soul blade on Sinkfried all day um, Straight up yeah except for soul Calibur 2 because he turned into nightmare that's yeah. still Sinkfried, but right. you know what i mean right. like after that i haven't played nightmare i still play Sinkfried. Sinkfried. Okay. um like nightmare is just a shell of who Sinkfried is all right he's a wannabe so for people who've never heard of conquest could you explain that because that it's the most fantastic the most fantastic system that i've ever heard of. yeah i mean honestly you it's it's like taking over territories it's like it's like a, a, a large territory map you mm-hmm. go in and you fight people you know who are other actual playable characters or there are yes. other people who raise their own characters and you fight them and raise your conquest so points. when you come in you make a name on the console yep. on the machine on yep, the yep, arcade, yep. and then that sticks with that one character so the more games that you play yep. the more the the, AI the character learns levels up and then and then when they go against you like that's how you raise yeah. or lose points you know but if you continue to raise your points consistently like most times they go against your character you're not going to lose right. and then and then that's why you're you're at the top of the charts wow. so it was actually you know i i was there for a whole summer so i promise you it was, it was between me and this other dude who was actually we would keep going first and second conquest and he actually worked at new rock <laughs> Oh, oh, you knew him. Yeah, well, okay. I wind up knowing him. I used to wonder who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> um, and he okay. plays Raphael, who was a destined battle with Siegfried, no less. So I'm yeah. like, I need to find this dude. Yeah. And then finally, it's funny, like I'm playing one day and one of the workers come up and he's like, hey, uh, you mind if I play? And then I'm like, yeah, sure. And I come and he signs in and I'm like, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh and, then, and then he nods and then he's like, and then he sees my name. He's like, oh, Okay. Well, he's like, all right, wow. and then and then that started our rivalry, which then it eventually like you know became a friendship as well. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, because right. you know like yeah. when you're good at a game, you start to respect each other. You know, mm-hmm. so like he got some W's, I got some W's, and then we just know that if anyone else hops on the machine, like who's gonna go take them off? <laughs> right, right. Like I would, and, and that's actually how I wound up playing Dance Dance by like you know just just on a random. Bad? Wait, what? Well, because Dance Dance was so close to Soul Calibur, like but, physically in the store. Yeah, physically within within. Like, New Rock. so you're yeah. just like I'm just so, gonna... yeah so it was kind of like well you know I would annihilate everyone at Soul Calibur to a certain point so I was like uh what am I gonna do oh, let stop. me go watch Come the dance on. well I just used to watch them at first up until a couple of people that I knew from high school um, were playing Dance Dance 2 and we're actually like good we're actually like yeah. world rankers um, that would travel world? the world playing Dance Dance no way. I kid you not man okay. one of my friends uh, Piri shouts to Piri that's his, that's his tag um, but he was doing shit backwards he was doing shit invisible before that was all popping we're talking about like DDR2 at the time um, yeah okay. so he was he was super big on there so he keep yo Brandon learn how to play I'm like nah man I got my game over there like I'm just waiting until someone else comes so I can annihilate them 
Uh, but eventually I start playing because I get bored and I got I got like okay like I'm it's not like I was it was like something fun to do yeah. and at the time I was also doing lacrosse so I had enough stamina to you know get my steps lacrosse. going lacrosse yeah yeah that was such a so random actually um, I did going from Soul Calibur <laughs> to DDR to lacrosse that's that's random <laughs> all right. Yeah, um, lacrosse. Lacrosse was something that actually some of my game uh, game friends. So like, uh, shouts to Baba Bodhi. He's another one uh, okay. uh, in the Smash chat. Um, uh, Greg Nice once again. Um, you know they. You know they played a lot of those sports, and they were like, yo, you know during. They used to play football a lot. Well, actually, Bodie specifically, not Greg. Um, but they were like, hey, we need something during the offseason, and lacrosse is here. Like, I'm like, okay, that sounds stupid. And they're like, no, come play. Like, we don't have enough people. They'll let anyone play. You'll be, you'll so be. So this wasn't a school thing. This was just like a free. No, no, game. it was a school thing. It was a school oh. thing, but there was just not enough players because no, like, what the fuck is lacrosse? Like, no. <laughs> Fair. You know what I mean? Like, so whatever. But I was like, bet, like, I'll play. And we had a good ass time. And then what that wound up turning into was all right, a bunch of our same game friends wind up going to lacrosse. And then after lacrosse, what would we do? We come back to my house to play games. And then that's where we would legit play. We'd go in a rotation Smash, Mario Kart, um, uh, Soul Calibur. Um, uh, what other games were we playing at the time? Boom, boom, boom. I think that would be it until people got tired of, of like playing. Eventually, I had to trade in Soul Calibur. Um, okay. because people would continue to challenge me and it was just not happening because, <laughs> bro, like, okay. con- my conquest was real. I took okay. over, like, uh, to this day. To this day, all right, uh-huh. New Rochelle is my territory, okay? Like, there's right. no one in New Rochelle that's beaten me okay. in Soul Calibur ever in life, all right? It doesn't matter what around? version. Huh? Is that machine still around? Um, I don't think so. Oh, okay, I think, I, right. But if it is, I will go back there. Um, and, <laughs> like, I have no problem. Okay. Um, funny enough, they, they just started a whole tournament sector out up in um, uh, New Rochelle. I think it's called Encore Esports. Don't quote me if I'm wrong. Uh, um, but uh, I don't think they do SoCal. I think they mostly do Smash, maybe some MK, some Dragon Ball. Okay. Um, but if they did so SoCal, I hope they let me know because I will come in and hold set because that's my whole town and I have to let them know what time it is. Interesting. Um, okay. But yeah, I wound up having to trade in Soul Calibur because I used to smack all my friends. They would get mad. And then <laughs> and then they used to not want to come over anymore. And I'm like, no, this is defeating the purpose. Like the games was for people to come over and spend some time and chill. Okay. I was like, if you guys want to leave, I need to get rid of the game. Yeah. And that okay. was actually like the last time I think I owned a physical copy of Soul Calibur. Everything else downloaded? Um, no, no, no. I did not own Soul Calibur 3. Um, I did I did own Soul Calibur 4, but it was downloaded. Um, I didn't own Soul Calibur 5. And I do own Soul Calibur 6 downloaded. Okay. However, like usually I'd play it for a couple weeks and then that'd be it. Um, and I'd say, if you want to challenge me, let me know. Like I'll come over Nobody to your Nobody has stepped to you yet. No, they try. Like, they try. And what happens? Listen, man, there's a lot of hidden. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you this. The, the peak, the oh, peak yeah. of that, of as far as it's gone, right? Yeah. Um, it got as far as to where people were like Don, like being Don King for for a Soul Calibur fight, right? And then there was this person, uh, he who should not be named. I actually don't really like him too much. Okay. Um, there's numerous reasons as why, okay. but this is someone I don't sure, like, so sure. I don't, I, I, I don't respect sure. him enough to say his name. Sure. Um, but this guy, for some reason, decided to say like, yo, back in the day when everyone used to play Soul Calibur, which is we're speaking about two and three, uh-huh. no one was beating him. And I was like, that's impossible because there's like, there's me. I exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the only thing that I could come up with was like, oh, obviously we didn't play together because I don't like you. And that's why you think you're good. <laughs> and so I was like, but 
at that time, he just so happened to be around a, a, my crowd of friends. I was like, "Bud, if you're willing to do this, listen." Like, I got, I took his cell phone number from someone else, yeah. someone else, one of the yeah. mutual friends, and called him, left a voicemail. I was like, "Listen, you can you can bring your own memory card. Damn, you can bring dude. you can bring your system. It doesn't matter what you need to bring. Bring your boys too, and Stop. I will manhandle you." And that was the yeah, first dude. the first time I ever called him in my life. Like, you know what I mean? I just pulled up. Like, listen, it's on site. Like, there's no dude. way you can't talk about this game in front of me. You can't talk about this game around me. Can't talk about this game to other people who know me. That's serious. <laughs> Soul branded okay. all day, every day. Okay. All, right. all right. All right. Um, and so at at the peak, that led into where you know there was a whole clash where we had to meet up at like someone's house. There's multiple cameras being being shown. It went to Facebook. With you and this person. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. This like, actually happened. You actually. Oh yeah, him. yeah, yeah. They had the they had like me, there. I was videotape calling him actually, and then we. I have that. I have all the footage. We oh have footage God. of me then rolling up to the house. We have footage of me going through the Facebook chat because then he he Dude. then said this on Facebook like that's not public information. Are you crazy? Like of course I'm gonna find this and come at you. I was like you are wrong, sir. Like I don't know where you came and thought about this, and then. One of his friends decided, who doesn't even play games? He was like, no, I got money on him. I was like, listen, I don't want to take your money because you're cool. I was like, but what I would rather do is every single thing you wrote, you wrote here on Facebook, uh-huh. I want you to write it on a piece of paper. And after I win, I want you to eat it. And I don't want you to just oh eat it. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> I don't want you to just eat it. Like I want you to like Emerald Lagasse. I want to have a cooking show of you eating your words, my guy. Like at least okay. 10, 15 minutes, All which right. I also I have this video as well. All right, because guaranteed I won. Um, not only did I win, I ten. I know I ten won him. Excuse me, ten one. Yeah, my bad. I, I should have got ten owed, but that's my bad. I did get a perfect though, multiple perfects. He brought his boy. His boy got ten owed as well. Got multiple perfect as well. There's a there's on video of me in a room, a crowd full of people. Is there anyone else who says this isn't my game? Dude. You hear crickets. You can you can see you can see a rainbow appear. Like in the Dude, background. You're gonna have to link me this, right? This beat I'll is send too you, real. I'll send you I'll send you the like, personals. Look, I might have to Oh, okay. I'll send you the personals now, man. Okay. You know what I mean? That's that's a different me. I'm not I'm not as mean anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was at the peak. Well, a lot oh of my, my friends God. know, like, I used to, like, my competitiveness was tied with a couple of bad attributes I used okay. to have. I used to be a little overly cocky. I used to be really, I used to be slightly a shittier person. Okay. Um, but I just, well, you know. being real, though. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cheers to that, man. Cheers. Um, cheers to growth. Cheers to growth, yes. For fact, man. Um, you know, so so that that's like old me shit. I don't, I would never like kind of I would I would do it for the talks. I do yeah, it, and yeah, that's yeah. what we have the chat yeah, for. That's yeah, what yeah. we have the WhatsApp for. For yo, that shit got heated. I'm like, yo, it gets heated all the time. Each other? It gets heated all the Waving time. Waving hundreds on camera, like, yo, here's my money. Where you at though? <laughs> yeah. That's what that WhatsApp is for. It's to keep Dude. that type of energy. Because right. like, you know, you I mean? appreciate that energy. Yo, I do. Not, I, I cultivate it, man. You, don't you know what I mean? Toxic or you know what? That's that's why that's why it's not on a Discord. You know what I mean? Like on right. a Discord. Your Discord and a, and is Bobby bit, too. Like, yeah, you know right. what I mean. We're we're growing. It's a little bit on that on a little bit more of a of a general scale. But it's like because a lot of these people on the WhatsApp, we've been friends for so long. That's where we can kind of come at oh, each other right, in such a, a high degree yeah. of matter because we've been coming at each other for ten plus years at this okay. point. Right. Where it's like, no, don't even talk. Do you remember the last time I put the hands on you? Okay. Like, you, you gotta come. You don't so come that's out your all, face. That's all unfriendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Always, right. always, 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 always. Right. Um, right. And that's that's why whenever you see me, I just come with that Ganondorf energy. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, come yeah. in like, <laughs> who wants these hands? Oh like, who God. wants these Thor molecules? <laughs> who wants these Zeus palms? <laughs> who wants these Odin sun knuckles? All right, Dude. like, so that I can lay it on you real quick. You guys got me dying in that chat. 
I'll look away one second and then look back at my phone, 216 messages. I'm like, what the fuck? It just pops off. Yeah. Oh, man. But that's that's what I like about that. That's that's the energy that we've had for years, man. Right. And I mean, like, and it's helped us grow. That's where I talk about gaming and, like, personal life has helped us, you know, grow to the people we are now. Like, because there was a lot of times where even between, like, friends, you know, you would get into subtle rifts, you know what I mean, of, like, that you know, it's like serious. You, yeah, yeah, like where like oh, not, not outside of game, and like oh, he said this or this person said oh. this or so on and so forth, and it's like yo, like guys, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like one, you're ruining our Gears of War teams, all right? <laughs> so like you know yeah. what I mean? We had to split. We used to have a four a four man squad or five man squad yeah. at the time. We had to split. Excuse me. We had to split into like a team A and a team B because certain people weren't talking to each other, wow. all okay. kinds of stuff, and I'm like. Guys, you're ruining my rank, all right? We need to get this back together. <laughs> and they cared enough to help, like, well, to assist with that? Or like... <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny way of putting it. But at the end of the day, it's like, yo, like, th- this is our squad. Yeah. We're the team, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if our team is separating, like, why? You know what I mean? Like, it, like I'm if, glad that if, they were co- able to come together, though, to well, bring it back. Well, we used to hold something called Clapfest. Um, so Clapfest is, is essentially, like, where we would air it out. Like we would, we would straight up call call everyone who has any type of beef with every anything. You know what I mean? Like we would all meet up at a at an indiscriminate lo- location. Sometimes a fucking parking lot or whatever, and talk talk our beef, man, and talk it out literally. Um, and that was like, yo, this is the problem I have with you. This is the this is like the problem well I had with you, or this is this, this is that. And we used to like you know basically piece things out, and we had to have that more than a couple times, you know. Okay. But I think that we only got that because of our bond that we had outside of just being friends. You know okay. what I mean? Like that gaming competitive aspect, you know, because especially when you're not talking, that that riffs up even more. Because then if I beat you in anything and we're not talking, yeah, that's why you got your ass beat. Blah, 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 okay. blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You definitely don't want that. Um, you want it more like what we have now, where it's like, oh, yeah, like that's why you get manhandled. But, yo, all right, we chilling later? Like, what's up? Okay. Um, you know, like, for instance, wow. in the chat, we so talk all this shit, balance. but then we we all go out all the time. Actually, mm-hmm. shouts to Pizuzu. Pizuzu, um, you know, the, the peeps, um, he, they throw events. And uh, more than, uh, you know, if you ever want to come out, too, uh, oh. more than a couple times, it's like, yo, we're throwing another one. You know, who wants to come? He usually puts it out in the chat, and then we all go out, too, on top of all the shit we talk. That's and then dope. And then, like, literally, it's so chill. It's a complete different. And what you'll ever see in the chat. Okay. It's like, yo, it's like, yo, what's up? Like, nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, great to see you. So on and so forth. Because we don't really get to see each other as much as we used to. You right. know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's totally different now, obviously. Like, I, you know, I don't, not, I don't live in New Row anymore. Um, you know, right. even my friends who do live in the city, I don't see as much. Right. You know, so it's that, it's that, that balance I'm very thankful for that we have now that we had to grow out of and I think video games is a big help with that absolutely it's really difficult especially when people get older people move away people stop meeting up in the same locations or working at the same locations or stuff like that yep. going to school together when you get older you drift apart I'm glad that you're able to keep that together yo man yo it's a, it's a blessing honestly it's super blessed um, super blessed uh, like even uh, Greg Nice Greg Nice I, I was one of the first friends I've, I met you know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, P. Nob, aka Noble. Um, he's not. He's not as active in the chat, but like you know, this guy came over to my house to play Pokemon cards. Actually, we have a, one okay. of the one of the famous stories. First time he actually came over, like you know, being kids, we dial, he dialed nine one one on the phone and like hung up, and the cops showed up at the crib. And so from then on, he was forever remembered as the kid who called the cops out, oh, <laughs> like no. while we were at home. Oh no! Oh Damn, man, that's rough. 
Uh, yo, but I mean, like, we had these type of stories. These yeah. are the type of people that, like, I, I continue to fuck with, that I love, that are part of this group, that are really what, you know, and, and going back to, like, the whole gaming scene, like, what what I, I feel gaming has brought me. You know what I mean? Gaming has brought me lifelong friends, like, because I was able to not only facilitate things when I was younger, like, thankfully to my moms and my grandparents, um, you know, but, and still now even able to facilitate things. And that's where, you know, and now at this point VGA is, you know what I mean? Like we're now at a point where anytime Smash comes along, I always step back into the scene. Like, um, you know, I've, I've taken into other ventures. I've stepped into virtual reality and, and, uh, you know, I've built a whole uh, company off of that called Pretend right. Labs. Oh, where, really? yeah, we've worked on projects for Sundance. Um, we've worked on projects, uh, uh, for multiple film festivals. I've talked at the Javits Center multiple times. Um, and that's actually the facility that you're in now. This green room was, okay. was built off of. Okay. You said uh, it's called Pretend Labs? Yeah, Pretend Labs. What do you guys do? Uh, we do essentially uh, mixed reality, aka virtual reality, augmented reality, and 3D uh, content. Um, and that all ties to, like, as a consulting firm, we do this for multiple different companies. So, um, you know, as a consulting firm, I've worked on things for uh, Audi. I've worked on things for Bose. I've Is worked on several like projects. Ads and um, well, I, I can't talk on the specific oh, projects. Oh, okay. um, right. Slightly on NDA, I can only talk about. Hey, okay. so here's some companies that we've slightly worked okay, with. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, but there, there's but certain it's specifically things geared towards um, virtual reality. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, which which has been super dope because I've only gotten into that for the past like five years. Oh, excuse me, four or five years. Um, got into it in 2015, and. Um, and I actually stopped gaming at that time because I couldn't find the time really. I like that was where I first started getting into coding. Um, like I didn't know any coding before that. And then right. I got lucky enough to get chosen to get the HoloLens actually at 2015. So What's 2015 E3, right? Okay. Microsoft dropped something called the HoloLens. The HoloLens is an, uh, a mixed reality or augmented reality headset, completely untethered. You don't need a PC. It has a completely inbuilt PC that's able to geolocate 3D objects to your real space. Okay. So what it does is it scans a real space and then... And that you're it. physically in at the moment? Yep. Okay. It scans it. Um, essentially creates a rough model of that space and then allows me to place 3D models in that space and knows exactly where it's located at that time. Oh That's what I mean by geolocated. So That's that means amazing. I can turn off the object, I can leave, come back, the object is still there. Like I got objects wow. left in California that I can go back and see again. No way. Um, yeah, like, like honestly- it's saved locally. Um, yeah, yeah. It's saved locally, but the the because um, the object then geolocates it. So yep. it says like, okay, like what is the geolocational yeah. Yeah, yeah. positioning of yes. it? Um, and then what is the space that I'm in? Cause it also saves spaces too. It's like, oh, do I recognize this space? Bet. Okay, I know what goes in this space as well. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, it's still one of the most advanced headsets that's ever created. And funny enough, um, at the time I was working IT for a uh, uh, nonprofit uh, charter school nearby me, okay. like three blocks away from me. Um, and I saw this device on E3 and they were showing uh, Minecraft being able like a minecraft world uh popping up uh, out of a table right and i was like oh my god like this is it like this is what i foresee like virtual reality quote-unquote being like right. at least a part of it or right. us interacting with digital content um and so i signed out a bunch of developer forums and i'm like oh shit like you know um you know you had to pitch a couple ideas um so i, I my first one which was the one that I actually got chosen i filled out like five of them oh. my first one i kept the real 1000 with them i said hey i've never coded before i don't know any development stuff um, but what I do know is that anything I put in front of myself, I'm able to do something with. Sure. Um, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's nothing that I, I 
don't believe I can do. Okay. Um, and I've shown that through building a career in IT. I've shown that through playing at least decently well via the video games. Certainly. Um, and I think I could do that with this. And I went up pitching the idea. And the idea was that, well, you know what I think would be the coolest thing to do with this device is if we built a living star map. Like, what if we took all the data from NASA and were able to tie this to actual 3D objects? What if we were able to, to, to keep a live server that as the universe was expanding, we set certain metrics to the digital objects to also expand as well. And you were able to create your own little star map that you can then put in front of you, you can zoom out of, zoom into, you can look at the different galaxies, you can look at the different, you know, different parts of our whole universe. Wow, okay. Um, and so that wind up being one of the top chosen ideas. The community then voted on it. It was chosen as the number one idea. Windows oh or God. Microsoft then um, uh, spent six weeks to build their own team to build one version of it which is now called the uh what is it called the galaxy explorer um which kind of just gives us our own personal milky way galaxy that you can view uh uh the earth you know the moon and all, all the planets within our galaxy zoom in zoom out zoom into the earth's oh crust God. um and as that i was one of the first people chosen to get a hololens and they gave it to you just no you still have to pay for it oh, i was okay. just chosen okay um but then you know being me being me well okay well i don't have about four g's to randomly wow. spend on this oh my god so what do i do well you know what i heard of that has been certainly super popular uh uh funding go fund me okay. so what did i do put what I talked about earlier, the race system into it. Let me do a bunch of research on how to build a successful GoFundMe. What's the top 10 most successful GoFundMe's that have ever been done? Like what are the top five tips on, on what you need to include on it? Um, what are the marketing tips for how to market your GoFundMe? Like what what is it that I need to, to do this? Right. So I did all my research and then what I do, I built a GoFundMe. Um, I, I created memes on it. Actually my whole premise was um, essentially at the time, Age of Ultron 2 was, oh, Age of Ultron was coming out, Avengers 2 was yep. coming out. So I was like, hey, well, what if, quote unquote, um, what if you could have Tony Stark's technology? That was my whole like general idea. It's like, well, you can now, because if, if you look at in, you know, Age of Ultron, you know, he expands like digital yeah. objects in front of him just using his hands and stuff. Yeah. And that's all the types of things you can do with the HoloLens. Okay. Like that's available now. That's not like some future shit that you were just looking at. No, we can do this right now. And I just got chosen to be able to do this right now. And I need you guys help. Uh, it just so happened that the GoFundMe got around 85% funded. I was able to cover the rest. And then, boom, I wind up being one of the first people to get a HoloLens. Wow. Yeah, that, that I didn't expect that, but here I was with one. Amazing. And that took me from just going to meetups and learning how to code to then being one of the first people for the HoloLens launch event inside of Microsoft's office in Times Square with doctors, professors, with uh, uh, university professors, all kind of individuals. Mm -hmm. And out of 300 individuals, Microsoft employees, no less. Yeah. I'm the only one who raised my hand who said, when people say, well, who has a HoloLens today? The only one. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, guys, I had a line formed up in front of me of people who want to introduce themselves to me. Get out of here. And what? I'm like, guys, I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to do anything just yet. I'm not as cool as any of you guys, but I'm here to make some work happen. That's incredible. Just so happened that that dude that was holding the event wind up training me how to do some uh, Unity work, which is what we used to do, like the 3D, VR, and AR experiences. Wow. And then I wind up being on part of his team. So then Be I start teaching people how to teach, how to do that Hololens. Because you raised your hand? 
Well, I went to a couple of his other events. He met me and I was still one of the only people to have one. And then see, oh, he asked me if I was interested in teaching some stuff. And I was like, well, I created a couple of things. Like, yeah, let's do it. And then that just kind of kept going from there. Um, and then, wow. and then from that, I'm like, well, I, then I start seeing, you know, I go into my whole exploration phase. Well, I, there's a lot I don't know, but what's the easiest way I can complete stuff? So it goes into like, all right, um, I need to create backgrounds. Like in, in any VR experience, you have a whole backdrop, which is a 360 image per se. Yeah. How do I create those? Well, that's how I got into 360 imagery. That's how I got my first 360 camera. Now I have one of the top of the line 360 cameras used by NBC currently. Okay. Um, you know, it does 8K 3D 360 footage. Um, yeah, yeah, it has yeah. six lenses. It's all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, then I was like, well, I'm not a 3D artist and I don't have enough time to learn that. What do I do? Um, that's when I learned about something called a structure sensor. A structure sensor is actually a 3D scanner that connects to an iPad and you can scan any real life object um, and then, you know, obviously do anything with it. So that's how I started bringing real objects into uh, VR, VR experiences. Okay. But then that's how I also started doing events because then events were like, hey, well, what's a quick and dirty way of doing stuff besides just general VR and showcasing a HoloLens? Hey, well, I can scan someone. We can call this like a, a VR selfie or a 3D selfie per se. And now like I started a whole event series off of that. We Dude. got an event series called Influx. Now I'm helping with with one of my other uh, uh, members of Influx with his own event series called Safe Word. We just ran 3D scans for him over there. Um, you know, and I just kept, you know, kind of going on and on and on. I can go on about pretend labs, but let's get back to uh, uh, the regular stuff, man. That shit is fascinating. That's exactly what, <laughs> this is all the stuff that I'm learning just right now. I'm loving it. <laughs> So uh, this is, I was going to ask about how you brought um, the REI system into real life. Yeah, I'm, so, I, honestly, I'm yo, yo. Going from gaming, and that's where it started. Pretend into, Labs was REI altogether. Yeah. Right? Because every time I, I reached a certain threshold of, you know, especially with, I got all this attention for having the HoloLens and being one of the first people in New York to have them, being one of the first people, you know, mind, mind you, also being a minority doing all this stuff, you know, giving this information out on how to use it, how to teach people how to go about the same stuff that I was still just learning mm. i was like all right well i need to be able to do more because now people are asking me well what else can you do um like or can you do Yikes. this type of stuff for us like yeah. essentially like yeah what else do you do means can you do this project for us and i'm like i have no idea how to do this project uh, um so that's where rei was like well yeah. what's the easiest way to create 360 imagery well that's how i got into 360 cameras and then i started just doing like you know filming stuff yeah. um like now i'm doing working on music videos with it and it was more like all right well what's the best camera out how do I use it what do I need to actually edit like stuff like at the time it was super hard to stitch 360 imagery together yeah. um, but you know I started doing more research that's when um, GoPro started releasing their stuff Adobe started getting more programs um, this company called Color, which got bought out by GoPro like had uh, a couple of programs out that made things easier I was all like I'm always about being an IT person what's the easiest way to do anything yeah um, and so it's just about research, 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 and then trying it. You know, a lot of these things at the time were free. A lot of them are now being more paid models because they now have a, their own, you know, back backstanding on, you know, being able to supplement so many projects that they've uh, been attributed to. Um, you know, but at the time, everything was free. Like we're talking about 2015, 2016. This is where VR was still on the, forget the name of this curve, but they have this like, oh, emerging technologies curve, where it's like, where is this technology on the rate of being like full on, like 
out there or is it like is it just being talked about or is it just like is it still building steam like where is it on this curve and yeah. VR in that time was still like building steam so it wasn't very known so that allowed me to kind of like flex things sure. like structure sensor at the time when I researched about it I was like yo how how to create 3D imagery and then yeah. I learned about 3D scanning and I'm like what is what is 3D, 3D scanning because scan. I'm like I'm not going to be a 3D animator I'm not not at all that takes way too much time that takes way too much <laughs> shit yeah. it's just not it it's yeah. not it for me like I'd rather I'm good at project managing I like doing events I like doing you know I had to really look at myself I like doing coding a bit so it's like alright I also can't be a th like a 3D modeler it's not right. possible so I'm like alright what else are the easy ways? I found out about 3D scanning. Originally, 3D scanning was done with just taking photos of something and then piecing these photos together and then making an object out of it. Sure. Uh, this company called Occipital created the structure sensor, um, which, like I said, connects an iPad. Once I found that, I'm like, oh, shit, this is amazing. I'm like, I can scan like uh, environments. I can scan objects. I can start taking them and doing stuff with them, which I started also showcasing in my events or in my, you know, in other stuff. Right. Um, what was great about that, because I started hyping them up, they wind up sponsoring me and giving me free sensors and stuff. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so wow. they gave me like two or three free sensors to use. Um, I started then shouting them out more. That's why I started using them in more events and stuff like that. Um, and that was really just through researching then, experimenting with it and just saying like, hey, doing this, shouting them out on my Twitter or on my, on my Instagram. And they're saying like, hey, we like what you do. And I'm like, yeah, I can't wait till you come out with this next thing or whatever, whatever. And they're like, send us your address. And I'm like, okay. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, bet. Um, and literally like all of this, like this whole pretend labs was an amalgamation of REI and the process. Like I did not know coding. I did not know any 3D design. I did not know anything about augmented reality or virtual reality. I did not know anything about three, 360 uh, uh, photography or video before 2015. I promise you that. Okay. When I, once I got accepted for HoloLens, HoloLens was like the, the booster for that. And from understanding what I needed to make HoloLens applications, which was either backgrounds or objects, um, I was like, okay, well, I need to learn more. And then that's where I was like, well, how do I learn how to make 360 backgrounds? Boom, 360 photography or video. How do I make objects? Boom, I, I learned about 3D scanning and such. Um, then I'm like, all right, well, where else can I implement this? That's in my exploration phase or my ex experimenting phase. Yeah. That's where I got a vibe. And I was like, all right, well, this is a whole different level because HoloLens is more augmented reality, but VR is like everything is enclosed. Yes. So I'm like, that's where, especially 360 photography is even better or even more so if I'm making like, for, for instance, like I'm working on a couple mu music videos and stuff. That's where, you know, full, fully immersed VR is, is obviously better because now you're having everything enclosed. So now sure. I need to know what that looks like. So then that's when I started getting into the mobile phase. Well, then, all right, well, Vive needs to be tethered to a computer. Well, what can we do just on mobile? Can I also show film on mobile or not? So yeah. then I, I started working with Samsung. Um, you know, we started like, uh, I, I like, for instance, I have a headset over here. I have two or three other headsets down in here. Oh my God. Um, I started, yeah, I have like four phones in here as well. And that then, uh, just through experimenting and getting these things allowed me to then hosting or not hosting, but as part of Pretend Labs, being able to say like, hey, if you have an event that you need uh, equipment for, I have all the equipment and I can facilitate that for you. Wow. Um, and, and then, then you just work with anybody who needs help for the event. 
boom. And then that's how I started working with uh, other companies to do uh, film festivals and stuff. Like, hey, I'll facilitate this, I'll facilitate that, just push it out. And then, oh, by the way, I also know how to create experiences as well. Um, and through my line, like I've been doing IT for about 10, 11 years now. Um, I also own my own firm there. Like I own my own consulting firm through, through IT. So I already know how to project manage. Um, so it's just like, all right, I can find a 3D modeler through all my networking. Um, I can find, you know, other coders and then we can build a project team to then work on a project. You give me a project, I'll find the team. We can do it. And that's how I got our first project for Sundance. (laughs) How long ago was that? Ooh, that was 2017. Two years ago. Yeah, man. Oh my God. Um, and, and, and this is just through like, yo, and what we're doing now. So then to tie this back into what we're doing with VGA, like I didn't stream before, like getting into streaming was just like, okay, like it's almost like the experiment phase again. Like I've researched, which is why I have all this equipment here. So now experimenting, what more can I do with the equipment I have on hand? And how can I then tie back things that I also enjoy? Like how do I, instead of just like continue to work on things that I, that, are outside of myself. How do I bring things that are tied back more into home um, and bring them back in a way that is is in a a, a better way or a more expansive way? Hey man, <laughs> VR and augmented game streaming. You know what I mean? Oh, um, and that's what VGA was because I was like, if I am gonna do this, I'm not. You know, it's not with the purpose of just me. You know, it's not the purpose of just I. I can do this. Like I'm doing so much already, as as I've been I'm, talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's like, all right, well, how how can I then bring something that I enjoy, that I know others enjoy, um, and how can I facilitate something that makes it better? Yeah. Um, and I was like, I already have a green room, so we can stream. Um, I have mics, I have cameras, I have this and that. So I'm like, why don't we just bring this into the gaming world? Yeah. Um. And so I was like, besides just me, let's bring it into VGA because at the end of the day, what I would like to, like similar to how the event we're going to go to in a bit at OS, yeah. you know, is its own streaming facility and its own like uh, yes. uh, uh, gaming hub. Mm-hmm. You know, this is almost an uptown mini one. You know, I would like to eventually lock off the rest of my crib and just yeah. keep this as a studio to really? where like, you officially. know, yeah, I like officially a green room studio, like whether it's myself or someone else is able to manage it. If you need us to provide other services, we can, but like, hey. What if we were able to facilitate the younger generation of gamers that don't have all this stuff and like, hey, I got a spot for you. Just come be nice. Wow. <laughs> what if yeah. I had a spot for you to like, yo, come come join the VGA. Like we're we're all inclusive. We're all about the gaming. Absolutely. We're all about the shit talk because we know you. that's what we do when we game. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be shouting you out everywhere that I go. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, but but that's that's literally what the premise was. And so when, when I first started, um, I was like, all right, I'm down to reintegrate gaming mostly because Dragon Ball Fighters came back. And I was like, yo, <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters really? is what Dragon Ball Z fighting games is supposed to be. And so I need to get involved. I was like, yo, you know, I, I, I was like, yo, God, I had to shout to God. I'm like, yo, God, thank you for all these blessings that you brought my way in this VR spectrum and stuff. I know, you know, I, I, I have to continue spending time in this matter, but... Dragon Ball Fighters is coming out, man. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, yo such priority. You know, like I know I throw gaming to the side, but how about we just kind of rework gaming and bring this into a manner that makes sense for us? Is, is that cool or not? Like, yeah. I don't know. I still didn't get a response, but I'm working on it <laughs> to at least show the work. Um, and so when Dragon Ball Fighters came out, you know, I put VG amateurs because I was like, yo, like I'm, we're not pros, I'm, and I'm never, ever, 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 ever gonna spend enough time to be a pro because I, I like doing too much. I like experiencing the plethora of that life has to offer. For sure. Um, and so like I'm never gonna spend enough time to be a pro. But what I do know is that I'm gonna be nice. 
because the racism has not failed me once. And wow, since, and since Ray like hasn't failed me not once, I know I can be nice enough to talk enough shit to at least, you know, let you know what I'm about. And at the end of the day, I think I, I also have enough personality at this day and age um, to at least say, like, all right, like, yo, like, I'll take my L. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yo, let's chill. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you if we enjoy the same shit, there's no reason why we can't get along and, and continue, you know, whatever type of relationship we uh, intend on building. Absolutely. Um, Definitely growth. Yo, man. So... VGA started with two of my boys, Alex and Damien. Um, and this started when Fighters came out. Yeah, so back in January. That is not that long ago. Back in January, bro. Oh uh, that was before the WhatsApp. That was before the Discord. That was before all that. Wow. It was just Fighters, and I was just like, yo, like, let's play it. So you didn't have the VGA as a social media presence when you were marketing yourself for Pretend Labs? No. You did no. not. Actually, how, how did you when I started that? marketing Pretend Labs, I didn't even have Pretend Labs. I had my IT consulting firm, which is a consulting firm. And I'm like, I just added services that I'm able to Was provide. Was that like an official thing? Yeah, that's a business. Really? B like yeah, it's called BMH Consultants. Okay. Uh, BMH is my initials and then consultants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that. right, that's sick. Um, right. um, so I, I've, I've been running that for the past six years. Um, I've held infrastructure projects for, you know, $7 billion hedge funds. Um, so this this is not like a freelance job where you just go job to job to job. It's an actual consulting agency where you get jobs on the. Where yeah, you got I still run them. projects uh, concurrently. Okay. Um, for mostly now, you know, um, about five years ago, when when I started BMH Consultants is when I decided that I no longer really wanted to give my skills um, to people who didn't deserve it. Because at the you time, mean like jobs and companies, like well, no, I mean, I mean specifically, like well, at the time I was working for financial firms. Like prior to that, I was working for a marketing firm that handled all the main print and digital distribution for Disney, for Prudential, and so whenever you went to a Disney tour website, like I ran that website. Okay, like all your data came to me. I gotcha. ran all that data. Um, all everyone's life insurance data, Prudential, boom. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. um, no pressure. Yeah. I, mean, I was just, I was just bullshitting anyway. Okay. Um, right. I mean, I was a, I was a wild boy. I was going to open bars on Tuesdays. Okay. <laughs> so, cheers to cheers that, that, right? That. I can relate. I can relate. So you know that is what it is. So in all of this, since actually getting like in contact with Microsoft, starting the GoFundMe, yeah, getting the product and ha the Hololens, and then all of this started off of that. Yeah. All of that started off of that. Yeah. At any point of that, did it ever feel like everything hit you too fast? Like, like everything All the time. came, really? <laughs> it still, it still does. How do you, how do you manage that? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can dig it. I don't. You have, a, you have your hands in a lot of plates right now. I like don't, you man. Have, you, you know what I mean? What, what I, I don't, I don't, and by, but what I mean by that is that I don't manage the thought of that. You know what I mean? What I do manage awesome. is what I'm able to do. Okay. That and that's the difference. Like if I'm if I'm gonna if, if I'm going to sit here and succumb to the pressure of things that's happening, then that just as the word implies, I'm succumbing to it. Or I'm like, oh man, like all this shit is happening. What the fuck do I do? Like no, instead I move past that and I'm like, all right, well, what is the next thing that we need to do though? 
You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, and that's where I feel like in that point of the REI system, like I've done it for so long where like my research happens within a day. Like the way the internet works now, there's so much information yeah. in front of you. It's all about how you maintain information, take in information and, and do what you will with it. So research and experimenting happen super fast for me. Like I'm in a mode of constant integration where I'm constantly like, bringing more things into myself and saying like how all right well how do i bring this into the the into fruition how do i bring this into fruition right so really then it comes more into like how do i manage myself yeah you know outside of just you know managing like whatever it is i'm doing how do i manage myself um and that's taken me a multiple uh a multitude of directions you know what i mean for past couple of years i've been studying um, uh, a lot of philosophy. Um, so like stoicism, stoicism is something that was, uh, uh, yeah, Marcus Aurelius or, yes. or Epictetus or Epictetus. I forget, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but all I know is it starts with Epic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. And at the main premise of it is like, yo, I could die tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? I could die. I, I could step out this door and get shot by a random stray. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Fucking a nuke can hit us right now while we're yep. doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, how am I really not only maximizing my time, but really living life to the fullest? And to me, it's really about like, what do I enjoy? Like, what, what, what really ties to me? And, and how do I output that in the best way possible? I understand that completely. And that's, that's where... That's mindset to have. That's where BGA started coming back into things. That's where I was like, all right, if I'm gonna bring gaming back into it, it needs to be like not just not not just enjoying it because I'm gonna enjoy it, but in a way where it's magnified, Absolutely. where where it's where where it continues to build upon itself. That's larger than where where it's just me just playing games with my friends. Right. You know what I mean? Right. In a way where I can also showcase my friends, where I can also showcase the people that also enjoy this, where I can meet other people who enjoy this. This is like everything, every single thought that I've had over the past like few years, where I'm doing the exact same thing starting the podcast working with dlc just getting it started up i feel like i'm you like in the past trying to get <laughs> where you are right now bro but i'm but, nowhere yeah, man no, <laughs> i'm just I, here I disagree. I disagree. you've made a lot of progress in a very short amount of time yeah. you've handled it well it seems <laughs> <laughs> i mean but that, that that's all self-building you know what i mean like i think i think you know the the real way you know and i talked we talked about growth earlier shouts to growth always you know, like the, the main proponent where I've really seen REI been useful for, for me is my own personal growth. Like stoicism was just one thing that I've been big into. Like I'm also big into spirituality. I'm also big into like what are time management skills Dude, or what I have is. I have so many more conversations with people. <laughs> Each one of those I could go like an hour on. I fucking love it. <laughs> Yo, there's a, there's a dude called Brian Johnson. He uh, helps a podcast and also a system called Optimize. Okay. And what he does is he, he not only interviews like some of the top people people within their spectrum, whether it be business, whether it be gold medalists or athletes or nonprofits or, you know, just, just influencers, anyone. And he's like, yo, well, what made you nice <laughs> type shit? Okay. And then he spark notes that shit. And I yeah. love spark notes. I've been using spark notes in middle school in case you youngins don't know what spark notes is. <laughs> spark notes was, was, was a tool or a website I used to go to when in middle school, I didn't want to read books. I can promise you right now, the first book I read was in high school. All right. <laughs> I went through almost 12 years and that was, uh, my, my, uh, junior year. So I went through like 11 years of school and did not read one motherfucking book. I understand okay. A thousand percent. Um, and that was called the Da Vinci Code. And I only read it because it was dope. Uh, right, 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 right. Da Vinci Code was cool because it was like, oh, like conspiracies about religion. I'm all about that life. <laughs> so Spark Notes is basically when you get like a, a book report due tomorrow. And yeah. 
never read the book. Yep. Read the Spark Notes in like 30 minutes and you're, you're caught up on the book. It's, it, it is what Wikipedia is now. Yes. Wikipedia right. is, is what Spark Notes wanted to achieve, but it was too early in the game. <laughs> um, like, and Wikipedia expanded and just said, no, we're going to give you some of your on everything. Um, yeah. um, so, so like legit what Brian Johnson does with Optimize, give you Spark Notes on not only those individuals, what works for them, but also he reads books, he goes through guides, he goes through everything and gives you the Spark Notes on all the cheat sheets and tools that you can possibly or potentially use to succeed. Wow. And like he has now a program that now he sends like, he sends stuff out daily now where it's called Plus One. Is it like motivationals or something? Well, it's not even like motivational. It's like, yo, like, like the story may be motivation, but at the end of the day, it's like, yo, this person did this thing to succeed in this way. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, okay, well, how do I, back to REI, is it like I, I'm doing research, I, let me experiment with it. Does this work for me or not? Can I integrate this or not? Because right. he gives so much tools daily. We've been doing something called Plus One for I think like a year and a half to yeah. like, well, he started it, oh, okay. but like I've been involved with it where like since that time, I think that was April 2017. Okay. Since that time, it was exactly, I think a thousand days um, was it 2017? No, it may, may have been 2018. Don't quote me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. My days are off, no, but you're fine. It was exactly, it, it was exactly a thousand days up until January 1st, 2020. And it was like, how can we continue to elevate ourselves incrementally, um, in different ways with different tools and with different skills to become the better iteration of ourselves by 2020? Okay. Um, and, and, you know, not everything works. Uh, and I'm not saying everything does, but what, what has worked for me uh, continued to, like, continues to. And I continue to not only instill this within myself, but instill this with others. Like, one of the books he uh, put me onto was called Start With Why. Super great book. Okay. Um, it totally shifted the way I do everything now. I don't wow. do anything without starting with why. Like, why am I doing it? What it, like like fuck what it is or or whether I enjoy it or how I can do it why am I doing it, um and that that totally shifted back into like my regular career my regular nine to five you know where I had already kind of looked at that that or kind of started to look at things that way where I was like yo. I'm kind of just doing this for the money and I know I'm nice at doing IT. I'm nice at everything. Um, (laughs) But you know, I know I'm nice at this. Okay. Um, But like, yo, like how can I, or not how, but why am I doing this? Like I'm working with people who make buku bucks to do shit, but can't even fucking, (laughs) can't even change a tab properly. Like, you know what I I mean? You know what I mean? 1000% I deal with it every day. I've had people call me at 8am talking about their computer don't work and don't even know how to turn their monitor on. And that's the actual problem. Um, so it's like at the end of the day, I know I'm supporting them, but why am I supporting them? And I really had to, I had to take a seat, take my, like, step back and say, like, okay, no, like, <laughs> right now I was currently, like, supporting them for money and that's not it, fam. Um, and that's when I started my first firm. And I was like, all right, my why is to support people that, um, I feel need the support with the skills I have because I know I can. And, like, one of the first clients I had was a minority owned company. Um, that it was a parking garage company. They owned a majority of, of uh, the parking garages within New York and Florida. Okay. And, um, shouts to them. They, they would like allow me to put them on. They treated me like family and like, yo, that was my first client. Wow. Um, yeah. You knew them before or after you started? Um, I, I, um, I had not really known of them. Um, uh, but like I had, I'd heard word of them. Um, uh, they were looking for someone to supplement their support. Uh, I was like, yo, I can How'd supplement you find that. that out? 
Um, just through Grapevine, like I because I'm nice in the game, I get a lot of referrals. Like word um, of mouth. Yep. Okay. All right. Oh, every, a lot of things are word of mouth. Right. A lot of things is who you know uh, per se. And this is all before VGA and before. Wait, you yeah, had we're, any we're, social media. Yeah, this is seven years ago. Wow. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? And so thankful, I'm very thankful for that because I was like, that was the first opportunity I got to kind of reroute my life. You know what I mean? Instead of just going towards working for others for whatever I needed to, I was like, no, like. That I know my worth now, um, and I know why I want to utilize this worth, which is like I want to support others who need the support, which means either nonprofits, which means um, uh, uh, organizations that need help, or specifically people who look like me, minorities. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I'm I'm willing to give that effort to minorities as long as they're not dickheads. Um, <laughs> That's that very. You fair. know. Um, and, and funny enough, after working with them for about a year, you know, I, I wind up saying like, yo, thank you for the opportunity, but we're going to stave off. I'm, I'm going to step back to just pop, uh, project work because I got an opportunity to work with a charter school nearby me. How um, did they so respond to that. So, um, they were, they, you know, they were fine. I mean, like at the end of the day, they're a business. The businesses do what businesses do. Okay. Um, okay. they need to find something, they will find it. Right. Um, so I wasn't worried about it. Like at the end of the day, they weren't an organization or anything like that. Like, but you know, I was like, thank you for the opportunity. And then we parted ways. If you need any other projects or need any help, let me know. Um, which they did. I still had some Very ongoing cool. projects with them for about another year and a half after that, Very up cool. until they, they maintain stability. Because at the end of the day, I, w I just want you to guys to do what you need to do. Like, I don't, I don't need to be a part of you. Like, if I do my job right, you don't need me. <laughs> you don't need me that, there all the time. Oh my God. I like that. Like, that, okay, that that's how I always view it. Right. If I do my job right, you don't need me. You can hit me back whenever you, like, you want because that's not what I'm looking towards. I'm like, I want to give you the best that I got because the best that I got, I promise you, is going to be the best you can get. Cheers to that. And so I got an opportunity to work with this charter school that's like literally away from where we are now. Right. Um, and, and that was like the first time where I got to really put my why into action. You know what I mean? They, they, you know, I saw they were in really bad shape. We're talking about a school that supplements my, the area I live in. I've been living yeah. here for five years now. You know what I mean? Uptown. Um, talk about over 750 kids. Um, we're talking over 110 staff members. So over 800 people. And at the time they, I was first interviewing for them. They could barely get 30 computers online daily. Oh my God. And knowing what I know through technology yeah, and how I've sure. been utilizing technology to advance my own life, um, there's no way you can tell me that these kids are getting the proper education to really elevate themselves. So that's what's fascinating to me because I know that charter schools can't are, are very loose with their regulations, but I would figure that if the, a new school came up, they would have like an idea of how to have their infrastructure in place already. So wouldn't that be already like a hard field to break into in an establishment for what you were trying to do? No. That's actually so the easiest thing. What'd field. you just do? Like, walk, how'd you get in? Did you walk in the door? Yo, let me just fix it. Oh, no, 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 The key to life, which I tell people all the time, Craigslist, Mike. <laughs> right? Really? I check. The school. I check Craigslist daily to this day. Okay? I, uh, like. For real? No matter what I have. No matter what's going on, I check Craigslist for any little job I can pull, any little gig I could do. If it's fucking weekend money, I don't care if you got $100 to reinstall Windows, I will do it. It takes no more time than I need to, and I can do it, and I'm willing to because I, at the end of the day, my why is to support others. Like, I, I, like in, in terms of gaming terms... 
10 years ago, I thought I was a tank. I thought I was in the front line and I had to do all this shit and I just needed to take all the brud of whatever the fuck was going on. Uh, and then about five, six years ago, I changed roles. I added support role. I became like the fucking white knight. Yeah. Um, and I added some healing magic to my stuff. And I said, no, like not only can I tank, but I can also heal and support all as well. Okay. And do add some buffs and, and, and elevate people around me. Some type of off tank. You know okay. what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? So, so in that same manner, like uh, a tank does what, uh, well, a white knight or a paladin does what he does. Right. He looks for who he can he can stand in front of and and help and support. Okay. So to this day, like while I I still like and I will always 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 push this forward. As much as I want to do things for free, like you need some kind of monetary like currency. Yo, un unfortunately, it doesn't. If it, if it did. Yo, and, and, and even though, like, and, and I'm still willing to even take meals. Like, I love meals. <laughs> like, okay. yo, if, if I'm willing to take, like, lunch and dinner to do some shit, if that's fine. Like, but as long as there's some equivalent exchange, like, Full Metal Alchemist, like, like holds that down. There we go. I'm buying the... I didn't even know, but I knew. <laughs> I didn't even know, but I knew. <laughs> equivalent exchange is, is a universal law, all right? You cannot give... Without taking, you cannot take without giving. Mm. Um, and so, if that's the case, don't do shit for free. Um, and so, as, as such, I checked Craigslist to see how I can help myself, help my, help others, because you never know what type of situation you're going to be in. You never know when you're going to need a little bit of extra guap. Yeah. And currently, in this point in life, the way I see myself currently elevating is through multiple investments. And what do I need to invest? Money. Um, and time, though. That's, see, for me, that's one of the most difficult parts of it. Because you have a lot on your plate right now. Yeah. The time management. I need to know all the tricks and secrets. So I got for you. Me, for I me, got you. Like, specifically, I am both a procrastinator and a perfectionist. Oh. So, <laughs> the worst combination. Yeah. I will yeah. wait till the last minute, but then I'll spend all the time making sure every detail is right. Yeah. I had to get that all out of the way for this podcast. Yeah. And at the beginning, I was like... Spending like literally like a week or two to work on one. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm scrapping this entire thing. Starting from the, from the beginning, had to come up with a new format, had to see how I could get it out on a regular basis, even if I am not 1000% satisfied with the product. Valid. So how do you manage that? It's hard because I'm both also. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so, but the perfectionist part, I'm not, I'm not so much tied to anymore. Okay. I've, I've been able to draw away from that. How? Please um, tell me. Uh, honestly, it came from just not giving a fuck. <laughs> okay. Because what I started to realize more and more, the more I've worked with people, the more projects I've done, the more companies I've worked with, the more organization I've worked with, um, I realized, not that they don't give a fuck, but similar to you were like, yo, how this nonprofit, you would think that they all have all their shit together? No. Like, what I realized more and more is that people are just doing shit and that the doing or the action part of it is a thousand times more important uh, than being sure. per than being perfect at all. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, perfection is an endless goal, which it means is. like it's not possible. There is no such thing. Right. Because anything that could have been perfect today is no longer perfect tomorrow, which means it's not it's not realistic. It's not it doesn't exist. So perfect means it's all in your head. It's all in your mind. It's all it's all an idea. And so wh what you need to break down then is the idea. You know what I mean? Not the idea of perfection, but let me break down the idea of what I'm trying to accomplish. When I break down what I'm trying to accomplish, then it becomes easy because then it's just A, B, and C. If all I need to accomplish is A, B, and C, once A is accomplished, then I move to B. Once B is accomplished, then I move to C. Once C is accomplished, then I'm done. And that's that.
And then I step oh back at God. that again. Okay, I can dig that. You can't, you can't, you can't look at it as a whole again. You have to break it down to what is, what are the key components? It's like, it's like uh, uh, going to the blacksmith. How do I forge this? Well, I need item A, B, and C. Right. Okay, right. well, how do how do I get A? How do I get B? How do I get C? That's how companies do it. That's how businesses do it. That's how organizations do it. That's how everyone does it. For sure. And so that means that perfectionism is 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 a self imposed limitation. You know what I mean? Procrastination. That's a very good. Po- that's a very good way to put it. <laughs> Procrastination is different because that all that is is just like the difference between utilizing your motivation and willpower. So like yeah. So hey, I'll How go. So? so motivation and willpower. I learned this also. Shouts to Brian Johnson again on Optimize. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the two like sources of energy that we have, um, or like our stamina or MP. Let's put let's put one as stamina and one as MP. Okay. All right. So like our 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 uh, willpower right is our stamina and our motivation is our MP, which means like it runs out, it runs out, but stamina like recovers over time. Okay, right. Sure. So willpower, or excuse me, uh, uh, yeah, willpower, which is our stamina, is the amount of energy we have per day to utilize on whatever like task we want to utilize it on. Okay. Things that come easy to us, like let's say gaming, mm-hmm. requires like no stamina because it's super easy. I sure. can do this all day. Yeah. I can do this from sun up to sundown, and I'm not tired at all because sure. this is what I do. Mm-hmm. But if I have to do something like clean my house, <laughs> yes. like oh my god, is it the worst thing ever? I hate cleaning my house uh my cat gets fur all over the place and i feel like as soon as i clean the fur he gets more fur all over the fucking place yeah um he tracks like dust all over there's dust that just accumulates this house is way too big for just myself and i feel like oh like i've wasted willpower even thinking about cleaning sure um you know what i mean like i've already taken like it takes me like 50 stamina to even do cleaning while it takes me like two to game right you know what i mean um but then willpower is like or excuse me motivation is the things that you get energized by like yo i just like for instance one of my main motivators is music i love playing music in the background because as long as i have music I can bop, Same I can here. vibe, Same I can do it, my bad, I can no, do whatever no. the fuck I need to do. Yeah. And so like, I, how do I balance my stamina and uh, my willpower versus motivation for cleaning is, all right, it takes a lot of willpower, but I throw on music and that ups my motivation. Find so out what that, your buff is. Exactly. <laughs> all, right. all right. I buff I myself, self yeah. buffs, yep. and then I get to cleaning and shit. You know what I mean? I play my music, I like this vibe, I sing my songs, I do my shit, my cat looks at me crazy, <laughs> and, then, and then we enjoy our time. Okay. Um, and so that, that, that is a big proponent of then procrastination. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then it's, it's really procrastination is just realizing like, oh shit, doing certain things that even though I want to achieve them and I have to achieve them, they're hard to achieve because it takes a lot of willpower for me to achieve, okay. which means I'm relying on motivation to potentially allow me to achieve it, which motivation is fleeting. Yes, motivation comes is. and it goes. Absolutely. And that means I need to shift it over to the willpower. And how do I get there? It's through making something that I, I want to do a habit. And so shouts wow. out, shouts out to, uh, uh, Brian Johnson again. All, oh all, all the tools. This guy has yeah. the tips and tricks. Sounds I promise like you. Right. Shout to him again. He put me on to this other dude with this book called Mini Habits. Okay. So making a habit is the hardest thing ever possible. However, you have to have enough accountability with yourself to do at least something. It yep. doesn't have to be big, but do something. Yep. And so that's where the idea of mini habits come. So like if I'm trying to create a habit, that means like, the hardest part of creating any habit or the the real crux of procrastination is starting. 
Okay. Once you start, you're good to go. But it's getting to the starting point that's hard. Absolutely. And that's continuously hard. And so we need to get past that crux, which means like, all right, well, how do I create a mini habit? Well, how do I create a habit? Habit means doing something habitually daily. All right, well, doing something daily that's already hard to do is fucking hard. Yes. So how about, how about I, I mini it? I micro it. So like, for instance, I'm going to take it in a fitness aspect. I want to start working out more, right? If I want to work out daily, let's say I want to do 50 push-ups a day. I have never done push-ups before. It's hard to just, all right, fucking come up. All right, I'm going to do these fucking push-ups yeah. today. But what if I hold myself accountable I need to do one push-up today. Yeah. Just one. Like, to myself, I actually have this little book. Look at this book. I'm going to show you. Oh, is this the wrong book? This is the wrong book. Um, I have another book, a little yeah. mini book, which is my mini habits, which just keeps like, yo, open this up. What am I, what are the, what are my checklists of things I need to accomplish today? Yeah. Like, just my daily things, which uh, literally my dailies, my daily tasks, my yeah. daily quests, um, is to build habits within myself. And it's all little mini things like, yo, if I want to work out more, let me do five push-ups today. Yep. If I cannot do five push-ups today, then I failed myself. I failed my quest. I failed my goal. And that's trash. That's trash to myself. That makes myself feel bad. That like, I feel bad on that. But when I, but what, what's a funny thing about starting something is that you realize how much willpower or stamina you have to actually do something once you start it. You know what I mean? Like, so for instance, once I start to do my one or five push-ups, I realize, oh shit, I can actually probably do more than one or five push-ups. Right, yes, right. So then I'm, I immediately just do more because I'm all, I've already gotten past the crux of starting or gotten past that procrastination phase sure. of starting. Yep. So like one of the tools I learned was just make what you need to start easier for yourself. So like what, like I've, I've been doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So, like, what if it's, a, like, for instance, even in the podcast situation, what if it's just about, like, yo, <laughs> let me just, just turn on Audacity. Yeah. Let me just start up Audacity. Just start editing for 10 minutes and see how it goes. That's just, it. Just, just start it up. up. Yep. Just start it up. Just I, turn it on and, and put it. And what's great about it is, what's great about Mini Habit is, like, the goal is that small amount. So, if I really don't feel like doing it today... I still completed it, which means I still right. get that dopamine right. effect. I still get, cause there's a lot of, like, at the end of the day, there's science to it. There's yeah. brain activity that's contributing to it. You get so, rewarded for doing the things that you wanted to do. Yeah, I get, I get that for sure. And, and that repetitive nature then builds upon builds itself and then it shifts it. Mm-hmm. What's funny or what's interesting about the brain with habits is that it shifts the way you do things into a different part of your brain. Okay. And yeah, I found that out, which is super interesting. That once it becomes know. an actual habit, it, oh, well, it, it, it switches that in, into that willpower phase that where it's usable, it's utilizing less energy, which it shifts into another part of your brain where it no longer takes as much effort to do it anymore, right. which means you're now not utilizing as much energy to do it. Okay. And what the whole point of mini habits is, is just to build that reputation because apparently it takes 21 days. 21 days to build a habit. I've heard of that. I've heard that. Yeah. We could, we could add a timeline oh, to anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate timelines because at the end of the day, for me, it's like, I don't like listening to things. That's <laughs> like, it comes from my mother. Anyone that tells me anything, I don't, I don't like listening <laughs> I to get things. It. So I'm like, don't tell me when I'm going to start doing things on my own. But what I am down for is like, if you give me a tool, I'm just going to use this tool until I feel like the tool is no longer useful to me anymore. That's interesting. Um, because that, by that point, if the tool is no longer useful, that Why means I'm integrated it? it. No, that means I integrated it. That means it's gone. Oh, it's no it's, longer a tool. Oh, it's part of me now. Interesting. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm in it now. You know oh, what I mean? Like I, okay. I do it now. 
naturally and I don't have to think about it. This is like, all right, did I get this done? Did I get this done? Did I get this done? And then you can go into time management. Time management, there's a plethora of ways to time manage. Mm -hmm. You can use a calendar. You can use a fucking tool if you want to go to Airtable, Monday.com. You can do all kinds of uh, asana. Um, There's a bunch of different ways to time manage. But what's really important is at the end of the day, like for me, I like books. I like making things real. Like one thing that's super important for me is taking things out of that realm. The realm I call it the thought realm. Like that, uh, this is a question I always pose to people. Okay. Where are your thoughts? In my brain. Is So that means everyone's thoughts is in everyone's brain. Yeah. Their own thoughts are in their own brain. So an interesting experiment that happened with mice recently, right, was that they had, um, I think, it, I forget where, but specifically they did this experiment where it was a maze that they put mice through, right? Okay. And it took a very hard time for the initial mice to go through this maze okay. to find the cheese per se, right? Mm-hmm. It took them months and months until they started to get it easier. Once one mouse got it easier, other mice started getting it easier. Is it the same maze? Yeah, same maze. Different mice. Like yeah, different separate. mice, plethora okay. of mice. Okay. Um, so once one mouse got it, then other mice started to get it easier. After that, then the time of completing the maze for all mice started to decrease. Then they started getting mice from across the con- the world. Like, let's say this was on the, the, the east side of the world. You know, they went to the west and got mice from there. Yeah. And these mice already knew how to complete the maze. And so that's what I was talking about with earlier. Yo, with, uh, and this is the actual scientific experiment. I'm not, you I know, gotta see this. and I'm not, you can Google this. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not tying things into like collective consciousness or stuff. Sounds consciousness like you or are. Like I want to have this conversation. But I mean, no, I, I really want to have this conversation. I'm not, I'm just saying like, you know, Sakurai didn't necessarily create Smash by himself. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. It, cheers. Thank, thank you for making Smash. I, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe, you know, when when you build energy, it's like spirit bomb. You know what I mean? Like, when we collectively build energy towards something. Do you believe in that? The same thing. That song did uh, the entire background of Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, get enough people in a room together to believe in something. And See, but, but where did these backgrounds come from? You know what I mean? Like, where where are these thoughts, these ideas, like, where did these things stem from? That is the, the ultimate question. Like, we think it's just from a solid object within our head. Are you right? saying this is the ether that we all draw from? I don't know. Because then are you saying you dreams mean? come from your brain or not? Yes. Yeah, so that, I'm going to say that. That's, that's, that's certainly super cool. But then is that also where deja vu comes from? Because then I dream in deja vu. Mm-hmm. But then, like, what does that mean? Is my brain able to tell Trying the future to or not? something. No, 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 no. Deja vu is not trying to anticipate something. It's you have experienced it before, but you really haven't. You just feel you have. Oh, but why? Why did you feel you have? Because you're trying to anticipate it. No, no. See, in my personal experience, and this goes into my my whole plethora of spiritual activity. Yes, um, yes. um, You know, but in my personal experience, like I, I have, I can tell you for a fact, whether you believe me or not, there was one time I was younger. I was missing this Batman toy, right? Okay. <laughs> it was a Batman toy. For, sure. I lost it. It was one of my faves. I lost it for about like two years. I could not find it. Mm-hmm. I searched all over the house. It was gone. One day, I was watching Bob Ross, and okay. I took a nap on the couch, and I had a dream of me finding my Batman toy in my house, um, and it was in a specific location, and I was like, oh, shit. I woke up. And I went to the specific location and found my Batman toy. Um, Uh And so since then, and henceforth, I started to 
think about what that space means. You know what I mean? Like, what is that space actually? Like, for instance, have you ever been to uh, a location? Like, for instance, I've been to my dream version of my high school multiple times, but it doesn't change. Like it's, it's its own, it's its own, you know, uh, uh, entity or physical location. It's still different than my actual high school, but every time I go to that location, it is in its, in its exact format. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. And so I always thought that that is certainly interesting because that like, surely I, I created the way it's, it's formed. I, I could say that at least for sure. But how is it that whenever I go there, like it doesn't necessarily change. You know what I mean? Like it should change. Like even though I created it once, wouldn't I like recreate it if a dream is just floating information? Depends. Why does it depend? Because it depends on you. I like I haven't experienced something like that where I've had the same dream and go to the exact same location over and over. Oh, that I have not. That's even so, better then, because then if you if so, that's what makes it unique. Because then that makes it like okay. Then what, what is that space that we're messing with then? So I'm not going to deny the pineal gland in ourselves. I'm not going to b- deny that there's a possibility that our imagination is reaching into a realm to pull ideas from. Yeah. Of a realm where everything already exists. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that that's a thing. I'm just going to say I'm wearing the full metal shirt. <laughs> so I can't prove that's a thing okay okay yet. okay so then so then i'm gonna give you something more realistic which is how i also take things because you know i could i could talk about spiritual shit for days oh my oh. god dude i love it <laughs> yo, yo, yo. yes i okay. can talk about spiritual shit for days Hell but yeah. i'm gonna take it more into into what we're what we're considering which is our any back into rei you know what i mean researching anything you know what i mean looking at stuff online or or whatever it's still just looking at it it's still just and all i'm doing is taking it into my head why i love having books and why i love reading books and why i love writing in books is because to me that's the first iteration of bringing it into the physical realm bringing it out of that thought realm bringing it out of that cloud bringing it out of whatever it is that whether we define decide to define it or not and bringing it here. Sure. This is the first time I'm bringing it into this realm and I'm saying this is where it's going to be. Sure. And that's what's been powerful for me. So like for instance, just to show you, like I have this book. This is my task book. <laughs> okay. This is just general task while they relate to general things or not or not. These are my tasks that I have to go through. Um then I also have this. This is my meeting book. This is when I have meetings with people. This is what we meet about. This is what we talk about. These are actionable items. And then I also bring them into the digital space. The digital space, I think, is still different. The digital space to me is similar to the thought realm, but it's not exactly. It's like an amalgamation. It's like the in-between almost. Like not, okay. not to shout out Stranger Things, but it's like, uh, it's like that in-between of the thought realm and the physical realm. Sure. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's what I loved about the HoloLens because the HoloLens brings them both here. Right. Um, yes, right, right. You know what I mean? But, but digital realm, like once I bring it here i bring it physical then i put it there for other people to access so that everyone can see it on so what? exactly on any platform that's what the digital realm is no what do you use specifically oh i use I, I just put it on google you know i make a google doc i share it and then we do oh, it out okay. but i mean i use multiple tools i used to i also use Airtable. Airtable is for project management um it also has task management it has things like that um so i use a plethora of different tools just okay. to get things by throughout my normal day-to-day okay. but what is ultimately important about the digital realm that i want to definitely express is that if we were to talk about what collective consciousness is in a spiritual sense, mm-hmm. 
social media is our that. collective consciousness. Absolutely, I agree with thousand percent. Boom. You've seen uh, that movie? Uh, what was it? AI? Oh, of or, course. Yeah. Well, I've seen a majority of anyone you can probably. Oh my imagine. god! <laughs> my god right yes. But in that movie, how did he create her brain? Mm. It was through our collective consciousness online. Yeah, man. Oh, oh it's not AI. It's uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. But I told you, I saw no, all of them. Yeah, no you're right. right. It's Ex the same Machina, difference, though. It's the same difference, though. Yeah. Um. But that's absolutely true. It is our collective consciousness. I do like the idea of like that but, is that that is how it works. And so and so if it works in one way, and that's just that's just the way we've been able to express it. Like. That's where I try to tie, you know, what what it is and what's in ourselves. Because what's in ourselves is ultimately always more possible. Anything that we create is always a derivative of. You know what I mean? It's a derivative of whatever we thought. Sure. And so the what's what's most important, at least for me, and what I would always share is like, yo, the first, first, first step. That's what I share with everyone and anyone. Please write it down. <laughs> Please make it real. Like, actually, one of my next goals with the next couple of years. So, like, for instance, right now, like, I've been going through a lot of uh, uh, different, uh, what are they called? Oh, man, the, the liquor. Different philosophies. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, I've been going through a lot of different philosophies. My next goal is to go through a bunch of religions, actually. I'm going to go through all the religions, and my next step is to define them myself. Um, because at the I end like of the day, too. everything that I'm reading, even in terms of philosophies, are just someone else's thoughts that they've made real. Um, and I'm deriving my own thoughts based on that. And so I want to do the same with religion and, and break that down through my filter and put that out in, into my own workbooks or notebooks. I, my goal is to have my own shelf, like one little shelf of just my own notebooks of things. Okay. <laughs> of your ideas and thoughts? Not even mine. You know what I mean? But just whatever I filter through me, like I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? In my idea of experience, the base statement that can be true is that there's nothing new under the sun. So it's not, I would never, I would never, yeah, ever, ever. Like in, in, for what I think, like, think about this, right? Think about how we live now in this day, right? Okay. You're going to tell me just because people didn't have technology or people didn't have, you know, fucking the huge, anything in front of us, skyscrapers or cars and stuff. You're going to tell me people didn't think the same way we did or we do, excuse me, right now? Think how? Like of skyscrapers and of planes no, and trains and no. cars? Think. Everybody thought. What do you mean? Exactly. So you're talking so, about so like levels it, of imagination? I'm talking about is anyone from a thousand years ago any different from myself? Very different. How? Imagination. How? Because they would imagine on their at their point in time, let's say thousand years ago, they would imagine of getting from here to there faster. Okay. Sure, I will imagine. Where did they imagine that at? There. You're gonna say this. <laughs> The collective consciousness, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's an innate human nature to uh -huh. want to progress themselves or to do something that we haven't done already. Yeah, why? Because we want to. Because it would make life easier and we're creatures of convenience. Hmm. I don't think we're creatures of convenience. We, I absolutely think we're I think, I think, I think we became that because we have so much now. I don't think so. Mm. I think at any point in time, if you wouldn't have no, any point somebody, in time, we were living for survival. You sure, know what I mean? Sure, sure. But, but when you, that is taken care of and base survival mm -hmm. needs are met, yeah. then what? Yeah, some that's people, great. Some people are good with being comfortable. Some people are good with just coasting or like having 
all the necessities and that's it. You don't need anything more past that. Not everybody. Everybody comes down to an individual and that's why we each want our own thing. So how's that any different from right now? In the past? Sure. In general terms, they wanted to progress in whatever terms they deemed necessary or whatever they wanted. A physical want, a, a thought need, like that something that they wanted to complete or create. On that level, we are the same. But I'm going to say we are drastically different in what we can imagine because of our time. But that's only because of what's already been created prior. Absolutely. Or thought up or imagined. The reason we can think of what, like space lasers is because of Star Wars and but space I mean, shielding is because of Star Wars. But I mean, even even in those thoughts, for instance, even in 1970, for instance, uh, one of my favorite movies, 2001 A Space Odyssey, yes. um, had iPads in it practically. Had yeah, voice yeah, yeah, chat, yeah. had some of the most drastic like visions of what future yeah. is going to be like regardless. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm wholly like moving towards we're going to be on Gundam timeline is what the future is looking like. Because Ooh, we're trying to go easy. so... No, no, no. Look at it. Look at it. Real talk. I will compare Gundam to Quick. Armor Core and I do not like that future. No, 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 no. Quick. Quick, quick sidebar. Quick sidebar. Uh-huh. If we're looking at Mars as the first colony, yes, that's where the Zeons come from, my guy. There are <laughs> the no, Zeon nation. Yet. None not, yet. None yet. There's They're going to become the Elons, not the Zeons. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh man, I'm down with that. The Zeon. Oh, but the you know Elons. what I mean. That's what we're moving towards. It's just the, the colonies. You know what I mean. We're going to be taking resources. Or, people don't know how to re- use. Or we could be Trigun, where we just shoot people into space and hope they fucking make it and land it somewhere because we can't take care of our shit yeah at the end of the day that's the truth why because most most importantly because we're keeping too much in that thought realm how what do you mean keeping it too much in it where we're not how much are we actualizing is what i'm saying if we already agree that every person like has the ability to reach into that realm and derive something from it how much are we making real Not a lot. Depends on the person. It yeah. depends. It depends. I mean, that's an individual basis. That's see, not but, an individual but think about basis. that. Think about if everyone was was acting at the highly optimized rate. That would you be know fantastic. what I mean? But then that you would want to live in a socialist world where you didn't have to care about your basic needs. Well, we don't know what that looks like <laughs> because it doesn't even exist yet. Um, you know, but but that's that's what that is. That's that hard part. That's what we're all struggling with: how to actualize, how to bring things out of there into here. And what I believe is the only first step is writing that motherfucking shit down. Okay, I agree. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. oh, God, I want to go into Bioshock. <laughs> that's actually what it was supposed to be. The best of the best. Go to one place, isolate it from everybody else, do the best you can in your own field, whatever that may be. See, but I think the best of the best is such a, such a, you know, the, the cycles of systems that are around every individual doesn't allow anyone to be the best of the best. Well, However, in terms of capability, is anyone able to be the best of the best? Besides, obviously, general illnesses and such. Yeah. Yes. I, I personally think so. In this day and age, anybody can learn anything, I, I feel. Like, if, so, you, if you want it bad enough. And so what, what is stopping us? You know what I mean? What's stopping anything from moving forward? Life. Life hitting you. And so... Tragedy. And so I put that... I put that then... So the same circumstance a thousand years ago. What is stopping oh, yeah. anyone from doing anyone at that point in time then? Not having your basic needs met. Life. 
what's stopping uh, anyone from uh-huh. any point <laughs> at, at, at any time okay. 2,000 years that's ago or, or whenever you decide to agree when people start to exist. But that seems like you're searching for like a utopia. I'm not searching for a utopia. All I want to agree on is that you can't tell me that anyone is different from anyone else. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Whether it's now, then, or later. <laughs> mm. Earlier we were talking about willpower and motivation. Yes. Do you not think that's an, on an individual basis? For sure. So I think that would be the determining factor. How bad do you want something and how much are you, how much are you willing to go pursue that? Yeah, but those are, that, that is super relative to your experience, for sure. Mm. But like those slight differentials, I feel, are not as important. You know what I mean? Because those are learned things. You know what I mean? And if I can learn it, then we can change it. I don't think so. Because if you put everybody in the exact same situation, in the exact same class, with the exact same parents, then yeah, you you're going like, to have you're gonna have a plethora of different situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's going to have their own thing. Because yeah. everybody's an individual. Yeah. So I don't think that, like, a, however your upbringing is, everybody can be whatever they, like, whatever you can say they want to be. But what else, what else contributes to individualism? It is the people around you. It is the environment around you. It is the family you're raised in. It is the... the... You think it's 100% nature? I mean, nurture? Oh, no, 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 no. No, not 100% for sure. Like, I know that for sure because I didn't listen to shit. (laughs) Okay. So I know that's definitely not nurture. (laughs) All right, sure. I did not listen to one goddamn thing. I always knew what the fuck I was about. Okay. Um, All right. right. um, So, like, I, I know that it's not that. However... All I, all I really want to say is that I think the tool the tool set is still the same. You know what I mean? Not necessarily the thought process. Not necessarily the the area of the realm of uh, the thought that we reach into is necessarily the same. Okay. However, do I think we all can reach that same one or at least a mutual one? Yeah, for sure. I think there's definitely different levels to everything. There's different, you know, we can get into vibrations and dimensions. Oh and my God, I need to. Uh, Damn, know, yes. All right, you know, cool. There's always levels Next to time. the shit. There, there's always <laughs> but levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, I understand that completely. But, but far, go ahead. As far as reaching into the imagination realm, let's call it. Yeah, People man. can, but like you said earlier, it's definitely the action that really takes us to wherever we want to go. If you if you want to talk about pro- progression of let's of humanity in general, it can be the environment, and it can be personal motivations. Mine is leaning towards how bad do you want. <laughs> I like that. So so then to, to to we 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 went real broad. So let's bring it back in. Word. So that, so to get back to uh, you know in terms of actual items, you know that's that's essentially been me all my life. <laughs> okay, I've always been on actual items, which has now led me to VGA. You know what I mean? And and then VGA, which started back in January, was like, what is what is this? You know, in terms of what what is the next level of achieving? for me in terms of gaming you know what i mean sure. like if i already said i'm not gonna go pro then what is the best next thing or the next best thing uh which is community i already have a small community how do we right. broaden that how do we expand and how do we include how do we become all inclusive like i talk about inclusivity mm-hmm. like what does that really mean and and how do i portray that and how do i give that out okay um and that's what this space was built on that's where you know uh, starting with why that is my why inclusivity you know what I mean? Um, um, supporting others. Like, for instance, when I when I first did this, it was mainly, I was like, yo, my, um, the two people who started with me, Alex and Damien, they, mm-hmm. they also used to work 
at the same charter school that I worked at. Okay. So to circle back, when they only were getting 30 computers online, um, within a year, or excuse me, within about six months, I was able to hire my first person. Alex. Wow, okay. Alex is now the Do you IT need to manager. Their here. names or not? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Alex is good. Okay. Um, first person, Alex. Yeah. Alex is now the IT manager there. Okay. He was the first person I hired. He's wow. now that was his first manager position. Now that he was able to step into That's when amazing. I left. Um, uh, Damien was the other person I started with. He was also right there. He lives around the block too. He lives in this area. He actually went to that school. Um, and is able to tell us his experiences on how it used to be like before we got involved. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, before, when I got there, he was just doing copies. All right. Mm. He was, a, he was running copies for teachers. After I got involved, right? He was able to leave there and get his first IT position on his own. All right. Like I was able to step in there and say, Hey, this is what I need. This is what I need. This is how I do it. And this is how we're going to go about it. I went from being the first person like on, on an IT team there to being able to have a four man team at that location. Okay. You know what I mean? I was able to be, I was able to go from, uh, whatever position title I had, I think the network administrator to being an IT manager over there. Um, I was able to take them from barely getting 30 computers online to being able to get over 550 computers online just for one school. They do middle school and high school. Wow. All right. So be, getting a whole school's worth of computers online on top of the 110 staff members. All right. I was able to take them from barely getting one, com, you know, one internet line, getting five different ones for 10% of the price because I got us all government funding because I know how to get that funding. Oh my God. Yeah. So mind you, I'm running. $300,000 projects for about 30 G's. Um, yeah. So if you have that experience and you're working at a single place and it's working out for you and you're getting good money and you have everything established, why would you stop doing that? Because that's it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like you got to know when you're done. You know what I mean? Like the, the big, the, the best or, or, you know, that's why I always say start with why, you know what I mean? When I start something, I have to envision what the end looks like. Mm -hmm. Like I, I started, I came in there, them thinking they only need one IT person. Yeah. And I came in there letting them know, no, no you're wrong. You need, need a lot. More. You need a team. Mm -hmm. You have over almost a thousand people in this building. You need a team. Yeah. And I'm gonna show you how you need a team. And I'm gonna set this up so that I make it easier for you to have a team. Okay. And I'm gonna set it up so that my team takes it easy too. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I pass that on because. As, as a paladin does, I gotta keep moving. There's more people to support. There's another town to go, to go help. Or if I take it in soul branded terms, there's another territory to take over. Okay. All right. Um, and there's another place to put my name on to say like, no, complete. That place, that part of it is fascinating. Why? Because a lot of people fall into like a, a comfort zone of I'm having my needs met. I'm good here. Yeah. So how do you move past that? Or do you not have that? No, I, de I definitely get comfortable. You got to get comfortable. Why not be comfortable? Comfortable is great. Is comfortable like is the best feeling ever. Comfortable is like being in the womb again and getting free food <laughs> and getting free drink and just chilling. You know what I mean? The best fucking thing ever. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> but I want to I hear what your thoughts are. Yo, I mean, at a certain point, at least for me, I know I need more. Why do I need more? Mostly because there's more to do. You know what I mean? There's more to accomplish. Like, I, I accomplished you, it here. If you had that entire setup and you had everything running perfectly, streamlined, yeah. all the gears are greased up and you're good to go, everything's flying, 
then you wouldn't you have your own time to do all of your oh, of course. Stuff, all this work on well, the how side? do you think i was doing pretend labs at the same time how do you think i was still doing projects uh for my other clients at the same time same oh and team. that took off enough that you could do that full time yeah same team oh. same team that i same team that i built thankfully like no no as much as me as they know you and thankfully you know, we're allowing me to flex a little bit. Absolutely. So sometimes I would dead ass have to leave my leave job, leave work, and go do client work, right? Or leave job and go do an interview, or right. leave job and go do an event, or leave job and go meet with a client. Mm. Um, and funny enough, my job—not that they know it, but they know. You know when I'm flexing, you like, and I think, and I don't know whether it's me, and I don't know what's going on, but I what I always promise anyone I come across with is that I give you 100% of me all the time. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, when you see me, when you're involved with me, like, I'm going to bring I'm going to okay. <laughs> okay. bring you this energy. For sure. And so, I like, I know, I know that they feel it. I know that, that, that they're going to have the effects of it because from what I've seen from an external aspect of when I bring myself anywhere is that things seem to escalate. You know what I mean? <laughs> like things, things evolve, things grow. Yes. Um, and that's, that's where, you know, back to where I thought about that of what my role is in terms of supporting others and stuff like that. That's where I realized, oh shit, like I, I can do stuff outside of myself, outside of just doing things when I do stuff, when I do stuff for others or, or when I share information or whatever it is, like, Others are able to excel and others are able to grow. And I'm like, oh shit, like that's fucking powerful. That is powerful. Um, and so I'm like, all right, well, that also means when I, when something reaches that crux or where, where it reaches that, like, all right, I'm comfortable and, and whatever, but I, as myself, like, <laughs> I need to grow too. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? There is also my own growth. Um, and while I, I'm going to give you my energy, like I said, I'm going to give you that hundred. There are times where I do pull back. There are times where I'm like, oh, okay, that's done. I'm going to kind of let that rock and I need to bring it back inwards now. I need to bring my energy. I need to take it back. And not that I'm taking it away from you because I feel like I've cultivated enough within things around me that things are going to grow on their own. You yep. know what I mean? Yes, and that's, yep. and that's what I think. That's what I think about in terms of support where like I throw those buffs out and the last and past five turns, like I throw those buffs out and now, now you can run your own buffs. Now, now you learn those buffs. Yeah. And now you're good. And now this is good. You're good. I'm, you're like, we're good. Like if you need help, you know, you can always call on me, but. I'm going to bring this energy back in again and I'm going to recultivate that. I'm going to reshift that and I'm going to say like, all right, where, where am I pushing out again? So this is what I've had to actively fight in every job that I've had, every corporate like company job that I've had. Everybody falls into the, since I've worked in IT for maybe like six, seven years already right now. Um, every company that I've had has their people who are very... This is my role. This is my job. I know this thing. I'm not going to teach it to anybody. <laughs> yeah. So that I am the single point of failure. I am the person that knows the thing beginning and end, but I will not teach it to other people. Nerds so be you're, like, huh? I said nerds be like. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But they they carve out a niche for themselves so that they have stability. Yeah. So that they can provide for themselves or their family, anybody or whatever their lifestyle is. I dig that. So I understand why they would do that, but. Fighting against that is like, I, I understand why it's so tempting to do that. Because it's bad for the company when you can't evolve because you have a single system or a single person who is holding everything back from progressing. But that seems like an in inevitability. No. 
like those type of people are the people who do not know such things as growth. <laughs> you think so? Those those are the type of people when when you don't the you know we talked about equivalent exchange, man. You know what I mean? When you when you hold, that means that I'm holding, and if I'm holding, that means I'm only gonna hold what I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How can I grow more if all I'm doing is holding stuff? You know what I mean? And that's where I've always been in that area where like, no, please take, please take this off my hand. Because in my mind, that's only good. Like team, everyone knows you can't, like you can't fight a raid boss without a party. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So no matter how much soloing I've been doing, I still can't go against a raid boss, you know? Mm. So in the same degree, if I'm really trying to achieve a next level of stuff, like or or for instance in in this recent experience with that uh organization I was working working with that charter school yeah. like how could i really build a sufficient team if i'm not sharing you know what yes, i mean yes. how can i really build something to that i can leave it like i don't you know one of the one of the things i always think about especially with stoicism if i'm gonna die tomorrow what's my legacy absolutely you know what i mean like I built a team at a school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no one can take that away from me. Sure. When I built that team, yo, since I built that team, actually, since I was involved with that school, five years, 100% college acceptance rate. Right? <laughs> what? 100%. That's amazing. What was it All of our seniors. It doesn't even matter what it was before <laughs> okay. because it wasn't like that before okay. I got involved with them. Okay. It was not like that before I got involved. When I got involved, boom! You see, you see this. This is stats. Mm. They they threw banners above uh, above wow. the school about this okay. type of stuff. Yeah. you know what I mean. That didn't happen before I got involved. Mm. That didn't happen before we built the team there. And that's what I like. I was able to give that to my peoples. I was like, "Yo, hey, we built this. This is all you need to know. Do the thing." Like I I like. There's nothing better than put another person in position of power because at the end of the day. Like you're, you're no better than the people around you. And people say that all the time in terms of like entrepreneurial shit. Like if you're in a room and you're, you're the smartest person in there, leave the room per se or so on and so forth. You know what I mean? I, even though in my personal opinion, like everyone has something that's teachable to each other, but that's, that's regardless of the situation. You, if you don't put people in positions of power, how can you expect for people to put put you in positions of power you know what i mean when i got in that school you know what i mean i was the first person hired by a consultant doing operations work he wind up being the person that gave me my managerial position right. you know what i mean and lo, lo and behold i was the person that was able to give the next person the managerial position right you know me and that person the first two the operation manager and me have both left that organization but look things are still running Things are still at 100% acceptance rate, or excuse me, college acceptance rate. You know what I mean? We're getting even more students going in there. We're getting even better grades. We're, we were one of the first schools to test DOE's computer-based testing. You know what I mean? We're one of the top charter schools within our sector. Wow. And mind you, I was able to impact that within within somewhere I live. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. No one can take that away from me. So when For I hear sure. about these people that don't want to share, don't want to do this, don't want to do that, all I think about is that you got me fucked up <laughs> because if I like the only people I've been able to encounter, thank God, were people that are willing to share information that's with amazing, me, yeah. which is how I got to where I am now. I've which seen is, both. I've seen both part sides. Yeah, I've seen people like that. Yeah. And all I look, I look at them and laugh because you act like Google don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. You out here acting like 
Yeah. Fuck out of here. You yeah. acting like I can't I can't go to YouTube and learn how to run this fucking imaging server yeah. right now yep. within two hours. Right. Get the fuck out of here. You mm-hmm. ain't shit. It may take me a little bit more time, but I promise you I'll be able to do it. Mm-hmm. I may have a little bit of issues, but I get through those the first couple of times and I got it down pat. I guarantee you that. Sure. And so at the end of the day, you're going to continue to hold on what you need to, which is great. You're going to stay here with this bum ass organization. And, <laughs> and then what can I do? I can, ultim- I can open my own consulting firm and get double your salary from one organization to run a project within three months. So then what what are you doing then? You know what I mean? Like there's still people who have need. There's still impact that you can make. There's still people as me being the paladin I can support. That's, that's inevitable. If there's people that still want to grow things, like we already talked about businesses and organizations that just, they have an idea, they're able to grow it, but don't have everything set. Hey, here's me. I will give you assessment for free on what you need. I've gone into an, uh, actually one of the top solar energy companies within uh, the East Coast right now, right? Mm-hmm. Making millions of dollars, right? I walked in there. Someone put me on. They were like, oh, yo, yeah, we, we need this, this, and this. I'm like, all right, let me look at this. Wrote them a whole five-page assessment of what I believe they need. Gave them high, you know, the higher end of pricing options to change things, lower end of pricing options, and all for free. Let me know what's up. I didn't get a call for three months. Within uh, about on the fourth month, they called me. Hey, uh, Brandon, I know we haven't talked in a while, uh, but we just changed offices in the same building on the, you know, we moved from the sixth floor to the 10th floor. We moved everything, but our phones aren't working. And, you know, Verizon said our stuff was moved over. Do you think I can? you can help? Yeah, sure. Let me come over and check it out. They don't have like a private like IT like. They do, but. Seriously. Listen, listen not. The idea of IT is wholeheartedly different from what IT is. And especially in my, you know, I've been at this for 11 years. I don't just do like, you know, fixing computers anymore. I do do that, but I don't just do that. Right. I build out servers. I build out networks. I build out infrastructures. I build out disaster recovery sites. I've done that through New Jersey, New York. I've done that throughout, you know, the East Coast. Yeah, you know, I've done I, similar. And so, and so at the end of the day, these, there are multitudes of companies that don't have their stuff. There's startups that, that get created every day with millions of dollars of funding and don't have anyone yep. outside of, who can mm-hmm. fucking restart their computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when they run into a real issue, they need to call a real person. <laughs> All right? And someone who's stuck holding on to their shit at some company for 60, 70, 80, 90 Gs a year ain't going to do shit when I can run them this project for 30. All right? right yeah. And this is a project where I say, okay, well, you need this and this and this. All right, well, send me the emails of your correspondence with Verizon. This is a re- this is a real situation. I'm not making this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me your correspondence. I call Verizon. I talk to them. I say, this is the circuit. This is this, this and that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks like your circuit was never moved from downstairs. I'm sorry, but like from what Verizon is saying, we're going to have to set a whole new deployment project. And this is going to take about a month and a half, two months. And they're telling me, well, Brandon, there's nothing we can do about this. So I'm like, well, well, you know, well, we're already moved here. Like, what can you do? And I'm like, well, all right, listen, like, if you really need me to work this out, I'm going to send you a project agreement. It's going to, honestly, it's going to take a lot, probably like ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. But if, if you sign this, I, I could probably get you up between today and tomorrow. 
And then, they, and then they said, they said, really? And I was like, listen, sign the contract. And I'm pretty sure I could do it. But they signed the contract. I called my guy. You know, my guy was similar to how we're networking with our VGA yeah. and our replica repo situation right now. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the more we, we know people, the more assets we have. Similar to I did with Pretend Labs. I was going to all the events. I knew 3D animators and coders that I can call on and say, hey, I have this project. Let's work. Who do I have to call? Well, I've been working in IT for so long. I have the guy who's run all the networking and cables for CBS. I mean, this guy has literally cabled the fucking Super Bowl himself. Okay. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call him up. Ayo, um, I got a client who didn't move their D-mark from the 6th floor to the 10th floor in the same building. We'll probably need some fiber lines. Do you have any on you? He's like, all right, I'm probably, I'm getting off around 4. I'll be there around 4.30. And he'll bring and run fiber in a building? We had that done in an hour and a half. Get the hell out of here. Oh my God, that's impressive. So when, you know, when I say I'm good at what I do, <laughs> when I say I talk my shit, you like I know, I can give, I'm more than willing to give, they could have called anyone else for all the shit I pitched them in their assessment. They could call whatever. Like I'm here to support. And if you, and if you give that energy, I promise you, I, I will give you a thousand percent. Like wow. I will give you what you need when you need it. I like that. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's all I've always been about. And that's where that, that referrals and that, you know, that, that, that system has always worked for me because I'm, I've always been about my work it's just about who i'm supporting and when i need to support them um and so when we go into like you know it wise you know it's that same circumstance it's like yo if i don't show you how to do this if i don't put you on then who am i like I ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, even in my new position, I'm now a director of technology. You know what I mean? I was able to put my first DB database administrator on. You met him. Ivan. Shouts to Ivan. Navi. You know what I mean? I was able to put him on. What you do? He came in. That was his first DBA position. He came in and rocked it. Everyone loves him over there. And now he's able to move if he wants. And I told him, I'm like, yo, bro, if you need to move, move. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I... I did this to put you on. Like I, the same way I'm helping the organization, I help the people. I I help all around. My support is not in mean. one level. I see what you mean. My support is in abundance. My support yeah. is in abundance. That's just me failing. That happens too. <laughs> no, that's, um, that's my 1% of failure. Um <laughs> But you know, like that's, and that's how I believe it has to be. The more I give, I promise you, the more I will receive in abundance, thankfully and wholeheartedly. For sure. Um, and so I would only say, like, when you encounter people like that, let them be. Like, let them be shit because they ain't gonna be shit. Oh, they're Dude. gonna be exactly how they are, where they are, and when they are. That's absolutely true. That's very true. My problem is that throughout my experience, I've, like, every IT situation has been plagued by cynicism. Okay. Whereas you can, you can't do this. You cannot do this. You can't do. I and I do my best to fight that thing. And I came in with your mentality, being like, I want to come in to help. I want to come in to fix everything. Let me do this. Been fought at every turn. So, bro, crisis, man. That can't be like. See, Craigslist is what built up my company. <laughs> really, doing these small projects build up my referrals. Then I can accept any company instead of saying like, hey, you know what I mean? Besides like, hey, I know you guys need help, but also I run my own company. That's a whole different aspect. When I say I run my own IT firm mm-hmm. and I've done projects for companies, yeah. that's a whole different type of lingo than me just coming from doing help desk work or being a network administrator as a job. Okay. Whole different lingo. Because that means I have a whole different understanding of the needs of a certain type of client. And once I come in from that degree, that means we have, we built a whole different understanding. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? And I always come across that. I tell, I've told bosses like, yo, I've stepped into a place. Yeah, I run my own firm. Well, is that going to be a problem? No, that's not going to be a problem because I will make sure it's not a problem for you. Good. Like, it's my problem to deal with. Like, it's nice. not your problem. And yeah. how do I deal with it? I build a team and they handle your problems. And I will go handle my problems. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, but that's that. Like, I will bring, I will bring you what you need. If you, if you rely on me and I, and we build this mutual, uh, 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 uh synchronous type of bond then i promise you it's only going to continue to elevate and so in in your aspect i would say like yo bro shit at the same like there's no reason why you can't say the shit that you've done is not something you've done as part of your your own business Mm -hmm. like you can open a dba it doesn't even have to be an llc like this is something i studied and that was the first thing i did a dba which is just doing business as all that does is give you like a separate tax id and a separate like business stuff um yeah but it still ties back to your own personal finances so it's that like there's still some limitation on it by the end of the day you're able to do business as your own entity and that's what's super important because then any other interaction you come across, it's a business. Mm-hmm. You hear about even talking with friends and all my friends all the time. My sister's telling me, Oh, it networks down again. I was like, Yo, sis, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. send them to my website and let them know what's up. Yeah. Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my friends, like, one of my friends, I have plenty of friends who are recruiters. They're like, Oh, yo, I have, she's like, I have, uh, she told me just the other day on message. She's like, Oh, I have like, uh, uh, what was it? What was she called? Pilots. She's like, Pilots are coming to me asking me about IT director positions. Like airplane. Pilots. Yeah, airplane pilots. She's like, They're asking me about IT director positions. I was like, Well, is the position open or not? <laughs> yeah. Um, or do you guys just need some projects? Like, let me know. Like, that's, and, and to me, then we get back to scheduling. The first part of mini habits is scheduling the time to do your mini habits. Okay. And so once I schedule my mini habits, then I schedule my larger habits, which is like, for instance, streaming, which is, for instance, like, you know, cleaning. I I schedule a lot of things. You schedule it. It sucks because I hate being that type of person because I like working off the cuff a lot. I like being, I like just enjoying life. very effective. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't get anything done, actually. Right. You don't get anything done. And yeah. you have an option, at least, you know, I think as a growing adult or, or a functional adult, you can either be a functional adult or you can be a, or, or, you know, a minorly functional adult. Okay. Or you can be a highly a functional, functional adult, excuse me. Um, and all that boils down to is just time management. And regardless of what tool you want to use, like I said, you can use an actual app. You can use a calendar or stuff. Uh, Brian Johnson goes into this called time blocking, which is literally blocking out amount of time, even whether it's for editing, whether it's for streaming, whether even it's just for like literally go as granular as just like, no, this is my free time. <laughs> this really? is my bullshit time. Like now, and I'm not doing nothing but bullshit. I'm not, no, I'm not answering calls. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm playing with my cat. Really? I don't give a fuck. Um, you can go as far as scheduling that, but like the, you, you need that. We as individuals need that. We need that type of time. And at the end of the day, if you can get to that level of scheduling yourself, then you'll be able to get whatever you need to get done. Mm-hmm. That's how you can then manage, you know, running a business like for projects as well as doing a nine to five, as well as doing a stream, as well as working on other projects for VR, as well as holding events for, for other people that want to do like augmented or VR related shit. Um, as well as scheduling to do a podcast with, with, with friends sure. as, as needed. That. So with scheduling, I've tried scheduling myself before. Like it, it's worked to minimum effect because when I end up scheduling, I will have every maybe hour booked out by hour. So I would end up burning my entire, I would burn out. 
half an hour between schedules is works for me. Like with a break in between each thing that's I need scheduled? breaks. I need breaks. And that even works. Yo, I do that for my nine to five. Like I can deadass do focus work and like something that's oh, called so focus work. you do work. like the Pomodoro technique type thing? I, I don't know. I don't know what these techniques okay, are called right, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I do it. But like, yo, sometimes if I do go into focus on something, if I reach that, like I reach my time, I'm done. Like I will get up and walk away from the computer. I like okay. being outside a lot now. Like actually that's been my thing. I used to be like super in the computer. I want to be outside all the time. I hate being inside now. Okay. And like yeah, I, I will that. just go and take that. a walk. Like I will go take a walk. I'll go to the store. I'll go do whatever the fuck and just go do that. And that's like my reset. Like, yo, let me fresh, let me, let I me get a fresh reset. Idea of the and, reset. and do some stuff. Like, or even go play Pokemon Go, go take care of some gyms, go do this, go do that. Like, Still yo, and that go. works. I do everything on my own. Okay. I've been, I've been super solo for a while. Like, I've been, I go, I, I get food on my own all the time. That's no longer a problem for me. Okay. I don't go to the movies a lot. So, but if I did, I'd probably go to movies on my own, but I go anywhere. I go, I, I, I go to that. parties on my own. And it's funny. People, who are you with? Uh, me, myself, and I, um, <laughs> nice. I was like, but you know me. So it seems like I'm with you now. No, like, or not. Like, or I also like know a, them all they're there. I can go like chill with them. Perfect streaming mentality. Like, perfect. <laughs> To like a tea. <laughs> it's like, like yo, I know you and you I know them. You want me to go you wanna go chill with them? We can okay. go chill with them if you want. If we don't, we can go say hi to them. I don't think it's that hard. That's what's up. Like, like it's that. just it's, it's that's really it. You know what I mean? Like I think I am wholeheartedly down to experience what life has. And and that means sometimes being super responsible, and that also means sometimes just going out and being you, being me a hundred percent, and and bringing me. And I feel like anytime I brought myself anywhere, yeah. it's never failed me. Um, and Same, and it's like it's hard that, to be confident right? in that. And I think that is that is the 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 real borderline crux of any per individual, like being able to be not only 100% with yourself, like means also not lying to yourself, regardless of if you're lying to others, uh, but not lying to yourself, uh, but also bringing yourself places. Don't hide yourself. Don't hide parts of yourself. Don't hide shit you enjoy. Just because I'm at a fucking hip hop event don't mean I'm not going to talk about video games. <laughs> like, yo, I will, I will dead ass find the people who play games and I'll be like, oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> Come play me then. Yeah. Oh, you like this game? You are trash. Come see me. I build friendships. I still build friendships like this. Absolutely, daily. I get that. You know what I mean. But I think, like, whenever in doubt, and this is a, this is like a key trait that I always tie into. If you don't know anything to talk about, talk about your goddamn self. Yeah, like, be real yo, to yourself. Be who you are. This is the shit I like. I also have a cat. Do you like cats? No, you're a dog person. Dogs suck. Prove me wrong. And then we can have a whole yep. conversation on yep. that. Like, yep. yo, have raw opinions. Don't yes. go on what everyone else is talking about. Yeah. Have your own opinion and Absolutely. be you. Like always, 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 always. Because if you're not, people are gonna pick up on that at some point in time. For sure. You know what I mean? So do it. Do the thing. And then start, you know, fine tuning stuff. Then start being, all right, well, how do I be me better? You know, mm. then start growing. Then how do I start adding, adding more to myself? Build nuance. Yo, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, let me get Yo, some more man. bourbon yeah. on this. Oh, thank you, good sir. I've been ranting for a little bit. I appreciate no, you letting me rant. I, I rant a lot, man. That's cool. That was not a rant. That was <laughs> definitely, a, I'm learning as much stuff as you are, I think. Like, there's a lot I really have to look up. Brian Johnson? <laughs> Brian Johnson, my guy. Dude. He's my friend, but not my friend. I call him my friend. <laughs> yeah, I call him my friend because he says that about a lot of the people, like the, the individuals who he reads like uh, books with. Actually, not only him, but also this dude, Jason Silva. Jason Silva is good for like the spirituality type of thing. Sounds familiar. Yeah, he is, he's, he's big on like spirituality and like, uh, like, and, 
the way technology me- meshes with like spirituality currently. Um, um, but he says that a lot, like my good friend, this person, or my good friend, that person. Mm-hmm. And he says that based on the books they read and stuff like that. And never met the person? Some of them are dead. So he'll be like my good friend William Shakespeare. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like that. Like that's why. <laughs> why do you think I haven't met Brian Johnson? But I call him my peeps. Why? Because he right. shared so much good info with me. How could I not treat him as such? You know what I mean? He shared so much with me, more so than even people that I would consider, you know, certain friends. Close. Then yeah. like, yo, like, yeah, this dude, this dude is peeps. If I if he needed fucking if he needed money right now, I would give it to Word, him. Like that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like because he's brought so much growth and wealth towards my own life. Um, you know, okay. and that's what I think. That's what I think about in terms of friendship, in terms of growth, in terms of, you know, that's where I talked about earlier. Like, you, it's only, you're only as valuable as the people around you, or you can only grow as much as the people around you. Yo, we can wow. broaden that. Okay. We can broaden that past just people who are living. Like, what about the information that people have shared over time? Mm-hmm. What about philosophy, spirituality, religions, this and that? There's so many aspects of life but that we at can that take point, in. When you're bringing in, like, all of the works that people have brought in from the past, it's not them. It's the idea. The idea is what's passed on. It's ah, not them. But that's why, that's why, because in my opinion, anytime you read or anytime you experience listen. a piece of art. Experience. Anytime. See, but anytime we go back into that thought realm, you know what I mean? I'm putting it back here. I bring it back into this thought realm. Okay. And then what is, I recommend you do is bring it back real again. And once you put it back down on paper, once you put it back down, like Jason Silver and Brian Johnson, all they do is share it out through their own podcasts or videos and stuff. All they do is put it back through their lens, their filter, do the same. You know what I mean? And that's how you make it real for you. That's how you take it past those nuances and now bring it to this reality. That's how you make it physical again. That's how you bring it, you know, make make it more applicable per se. Okay. Hmm. That's fascinating. But every time you do that, you put your own spin on it. Yeah. It is your interpretation of whatever you heard or whatever you saw, whatever For you sure. So Like I'm doing now. Like I've been doing this whole time. Sure, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree with that. For sure, For sure absolutely. But that, that's that's all anything is. You can only give your perspective. Always. Always, always. You can never give someone else's. Someone else can only any you can only give your perspective wholly and truly. I think that's true. And so do that. Yes. Do that a hundred percent. Don't do anything else. Like when I say, like when I say, oh, I got this from this, which you got this from that. I'm still putting it through my lens, through my filter. I'm still giving Absolutely. you my spark notes on that shit. You know what I mean? Well, it's um, a game with telephone. Yo, legit, legit. It just matters what you're sharing, how you're sharing it, and you know why. Like my why. Like I said, it's to really support others. That's at the end result. That is my why. It, like even with pretend labs like how i found to do that was hey i could put other people on that are more skilled in certain ways i can teach people through events i can support other people in other types of events that's my why that's my that's my dig that's how i live it's what i love okay wow that's fast that's inspirational very noble props to that oh my god <laughs> That is a lot to digest. My bad. <laughs> no, nah, I love it. It's fantastic. And I'm definitely going to have to have another philosophy talk with you. Yeah, man. I mean, yo, but we can stream that back into into FGA again, man. Yo, FGA really is just about that community. I really want to build that out. I really want to make this space. Like this space, uh, the green room that we're in was strictly built off of being a 
like a workspace. There's a collective, uh, there's like a uh, collective workspace nearby called Harlem Collective mm-hmm. that I'm trying to actually engage with and open this up to the people that work there and be like, yo, I have all the equipment. I have things you need. You know what I mean? Come come here to collab potentially for a slight a slight fee. Of course. But it's cheaper than what we're going to push that over. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I've already streamed music artists over here. Mm-hmm. We're even going to have like DJs come in here and like throw like little like events even. Like Sick. little boiler room type stuff where we stream stuff. We get visual artists come and throw their visuals on the green room wow. while we have the music artists come and do their music thing like we wow. we have opportunities to collab uptown in an area that this type of facility hasn't really been out there to be able to do yeah and that's what i that's what i thought about like past even just the stream where vj came in like vj was just an offspring of how can i utilize what i have to support others mm-hmm. and and also do what i like to do uh, like I love music so like bet let's get music I love art let's get visual artists to get in here it's all about then obviously tying it back to what I enjoy but also supporting those endeavors and, and growing them in a collective environment Wow. Um, and so I'm hoping that you know as VGA hopefully continues to grow you know what I mean like we get not just the three members that we have which is myself Navi aka Ivan and Chicleta Mengu which is Mondo you know on our stream but even more people that want to join in the collective and stream on that or people that just want to do the editing and youtube side like we're just stepping into that now that we reach affiliate so now we're trying to break down our videos and push that onto youtube sure, now we're, yeah man you know what i mean and that's work everything is always work so it's like mm. how do we share workload how do we schedule workload and also it's like hey this is where we're at if you want to jump on jump on mm. because it's never vj has never been about me it's been about like what like this group of individuals that I feel like has been cultivated all my life. People have been super good at games. Like we all go to tournaments the majority of the time. We may win yep. a couple here and there, but we're not we're not pro level. Like whenever we, you know when you go against a pro and it's a dub, usually a hundred hundred percent of the time it's a. Okay. I'm gonna lose this. Okay. Um, you know, but I feel like there's there's a there's a good niche of us that like not only really enjoy gaming and spend enough time doing that, but enjoy spending enough time doing other stuff. Yeah. Like that's where I want to, you know, as VJ has talked about, throwing our events that are more on the casual side. Yeah. Like what if we had an event where it's items like... Items on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> items on or smash. Or like just straight Mario Kart yeah. where yeah. like all our switches are connected to one main lobby. Yeah. And like, yeah. yo, anyone who pops in at a table can hop in at Mario Kart and just join Dude, in the it main... it works out. You know, yo, over in Manhattan, they have like a, a Mario Kart tournament at a bar, right? Yeah, like whoever wins first place has their entire tab paid. There we go. Dude, there like, we go. Shit like that. It works and it brings people together. And with your with VGA specifically, each of you can bring something new to the table, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think is like fantastic. How do you end up balancing that? Where you are primarily oh, cat's adorable, dude. So primarily, you are I, I would say the the primary component of VGA, <laughs> right? I mean, so, yes and no. If you are, do you dole out work? Do you do you hand out assignments to people? How do no. You, how do you manage? No, being, not at all. Everybody being a part of it. Everything is always a community, and so and so like even with holding the tournaments, I I usually like, hey, is this day good for y'all? And then for specific people, I even ask that. I know that times are not good. Yeah. Hey, is this actually good or not? Like, let me know before I put this out. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm thinking around. Let me know. Because it's all about inclusivity. Right. So similar with even our, our team, like when Ivan, aka Navi, and Chicleta Mangu, which is Mondo, mm-hmm. um, when they both expressed interest in, of helping the stream, like the first thing I did, I was like, well, you know, I have a whole green room, but listen, this is what I can do to support you. If you really want to stream, I can share the account with you. 
No, can I share the account with you? I can help set up with you. Uh, can I help set up with you? I can give you a, a, a lighting equipment and I can give you a green screen to throw in back of you if you want. Mm. I'm willing to put that out. If you're even willing to get, if you give me 10, I will give you 90 because I always want to have 100. I've been doing the same. If people want to actually work on their own side project, I'll give you the equipment. Yo, I'm down, I'm down to do that. But mm-hmm. just like at the end of the day, just show me that you're down to do the work. And so at, at like, for instance, after we made affiliate, we have a meeting and we just talk about like, all right, like, what are our next steps? We talk about what we know the next steps are, but how do you want to go about them? You actually have team meetings. Yeah. Always, always, always. We get together and we just chat like, yo, all right, listen, we made affiliate. This is what this is now. Like, for instance, we talked about, all right, we need to, we need to lock down our social names, like our Twitter and our, and our Instagram. What are we going to name it? Are we going to change it or not? We thought about some ideas. We thought mm-hmm. about some stuff. No, we still came back to VG amateurs. Okay. Um, but like we, we still, we still deli- deliberated on it. Like it's not, it's not like I, you know, it is larger than me. Yeah. Like that's I how I always I, see it. I see what you mean. It, it is this entity and I'm a part of. And if you want to be a part of it too, this is what it, it, it's involved with. You know what I mean? And that's really it. Always, always, always. Right. And so like, for instance, with our, with our other counterparts, a, a lot of them talk about events, events, events. That's where when, when we go to these other events, like we went to that, we went to a tournament at OS before we went to the streaming event okay. at, at OS. We went there and they're like, yo, I, I want to talk about events. I want to talk about this. That's why when we were linked up at the streaming event, we, and I broke down literally in front of them. All right. Hey, it sounds like they aren't, they aren't making much. I just put that out just to put that out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause my goal is not to make money off of it. Yes. I understand that to, to hold any type of tournament is just to, for the community yes. and to build camaraderie. Sure. You know what I mean? That's really what it is. But. I think sometimes it could like people could lose sight of that. So I drill in on that, and you were actually quick to point out. We were like, well, like based on the numbers, based on this, on that, we break it down. It's probably like a hundred, hundred fifty bucks. But it sounds yeah. like they're not doing it for the money. Yeah. And like I wanted you to point that out outside of me yeah. for that exact point, right. which is that like I I know that based on I've done tournaments for some time. Sure. Right. I've done all I like I I know that circuit, and I know that's not that monetary gain. It's for like the community, community yeah. which is what I'm all about. Like and which is why I'm still down to even throw the stuff at OS, which is why Absolutely. I want it because that venue is fire yeah. and we need to be out there and Absolutely. do some fire shit. I, I agree. Um, you know what I mean? But but at the same point, I want to make sure that they're you know the mindset of VGA is not on uh, what we're making off of sure. it. Sure. The mindset of VGA is like, yo, we need this community because this community is here yep. and it, it's fragmented mm-hmm. and it's not you know what i mean it's not it's not what it actually is like gaming is so much a part of pop culture now way more than it used to be we shouldn't be as separated as we are i find gamers everywhere like i find them in the most obscure situations i find them in situations you would never think they are but it's like how do we bring them into a place where they can share what they enjoy where we can all be involved in the same t- that we all enjoy mm-hmm. and share that same type of energy that i used to cultivate coming back from lacrosse and fucking Absolutely. you know chilling with my people all the time i feel the exact same way when i was like what got me in my it position is i was part of a, of a program that teach like basic it training right what's the name it, of the program n power you you're lying for real contingent what seven i think seven oh my god you're one of the <laughs> ancient ones i was like 32 yeah Bro, because like, they started running so, like multiples per year, yeah, so yes. it escalated. And they had two different organizations. Bro, one, one of my Harlem, my one first internship and job was in power. Get the f- get out of here, bro. All right, all right, I feel you. All right, no doubt. All right, now I know where you're coming from. Then 
That's where I came from. I was part of the alumni council when I graduated. Nice. So we were part of like an alumni engagement. So we did a bunch of different stuff. We did cold calling, called everybody from class one to like wherever we were at at the time. Nice. And one of the my ideas for an engagement event was to use a space and host video game tournaments. Yeah. That was like one of the biggest components of bringing in people from the older groups. Yeah, of course. Everybody was all about like gaming. I probably went to like were. one or two of for them. For real? Yeah. All right. No, the, the mixer events or something like that? Probably. Yeah. All right. No doubt. So um, during those events, I had the video game tournaments like ran and like it was a really good turnout. Everybody was all about the community. Everybody who came in wanted to game and wanted to meet each other. It was a great like engagement event yeah man yeah it brings people out for sure. it does it yeah. does that's dope that we're both in power yo my dude alex was also in power no way yeah all right alex got put on from the first person that was my first intern his dude tony mm-hmm. uh he's best friends with alex and that's how alex got an empower wow yeah man yeah oh my god so I'm a, I'm a 11 year veteran from empower oh, actually shit, dude. um Very yeah nice. i've done a couple talks over there i recently like maybe last year or a year and a half ago held a vr workshop over for really for, that's yeah. sick um so yeah, man, I, I continually give back to them as much as I can. You know, I mean, come out and talk, come out and do the shit. Just let them know what's up. Like, let them know that it's possible uh, right. to step from there to go wherever you really feel to. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the exact same way. I tried giving back as much as I could and then they changed management and then I lost contact with whoever was running the stuff. Yeah. And then you can't, like, it's hard to communicate. It'd be like, it'd but, be like. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I will always, like, shout them out. Okay, come on. <laughs> don't call me come on he's looking at you like what up come on there we go chill um that's a dope cat I'm a dog person so uh, <laughs> uh, the laughing oh, got him. the laughing is too much noise yeah uh, right. he's a little anxious but yo man yeah man that's dope that we're both from Empower so then dope yeah man that's literally how I started my way too man for sure. Um, so that's that's the vibe. Like, so I would only say if you're so yeah. Then then now, literally, I am. I am though. <laughs> you are the past me. <laughs> now wrong. Um. Now now it's tried and true. Mm. Um. Give me a second. Let me. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um. But yeah, man. Besides that, I would. Bro, man. The the same place that you are in terms of people stagnating you. Don't don't. Don't let them stagnate you. Step above them, because those same people are the same people that are not willing to open their own firm, and and it costs a hundred. It costs a couple hundred bucks, bro. Yeah, I can I can help you through. I just helped my boy go through it for his own event firm. He got an LLC. He got all this other stuff. A couple hundred bucks, and then boom, you're in there. And then next thing you know, like I said, Craigslist all day. Uh, but I'm also on Craigslist. I'm a monster. I'm on everything. I'm sure. on every little yeah. thing, and I pitch myself all across the board because and like a lot of companies believe they need an IT person, and sometimes they just need a project run. Oh, um, and right, I can right, run your right, project. Right. You can keep your main IT person and do whatever they need to do. Or sometimes I come and run a project, and I put someone in there, like because I have enough resource, and I'm like, yo, this might be a good fit, and they already know me, they know how I work, and we can continue moving forward for sure. But like. IT is only what has continued to move me into the direction I'm in. Um, I'm super thankful for it. I'm super thankful for Empower. I'm super thankful that like even you're in it because look now we're here in the same in the same stratosphere. Uh-huh. Um, um, so shouts to that always. Um, I don't know, man. I think that's it. I we I can continue on, but like yo, I I I we're about to head to this event at OS. Um, you know, we didn't really get to talk about our our endeavors or how we're gonna 
progress our podcast we or will. your podcast, excuse me, and the VGA <laughs> stream. We will. Um, you know, but we'll come back on the next episode. We'll Absolutely. talk about this event, this grand opening, even though we've been there a couple times now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how you know we're on it. In case, hey, guys, in case you didn't know we're on it, we've already been to this venue and their grand opening today. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, so I think we're on to something. I think we are. Cheers so, to that. Cheers to that. So tell the people where they can find you at. Where can, Yo, where can um, they follow you at? Um, realistically, Twitch, twitch.tv slash VG Amateurs. If you don't know how to spell amateurs, I mean, you know, Google it. It's A-M-A-T-E-U-R-S. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? That means we're not pros, but we're not noobs. We just chilling. You know what I mean? We're just doing what we do, which means I think we're amateurs. And like, amateurs goes a long way depending on the, the realm you think about mm-hmm. it. Whether you think about amateur, you know, actors or amateur porn. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, listen, either way, it's still good. Okay. <laughs> You're doing you. you exactly. Your life, bro. Um, so you, <laughs> so you can definitely find us there. Um, you know, besides that, um, you know, I got my Twitter and my and my uh, IG. It's Brandon B R A N D O N Life L Y F E underscore. Mm. You can find me all day, every day. All right. Um, peace out. God bless. All right. Thanks for joining, man. Catch y'all next time. What's up, everyone? And thanks for sticking through to the end. If you're intrigued by what you heard, feel free to follow me on the social media links in the description and leave a comment if there's a topic you'd like to hear discussed in a future podcast. And be sure to follow Soul Brandon and the VGA on Twitch, Twitter, and Discord at the links in the description. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you on the next podcast.